everybody. For the first time in, in a long time, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm live and I'm ready. And it's a coffee called Coffee with Curmudgeons. That's right. That's me. Yeah. I'm Doc Normal. I'm ready to go. I'm super ready to go. And uh, we're, we're trying to get we're trying to get other things going. Right. <laughs> We're here. As you can as you can hear in the ba- the fumbling in the in the background. Yes. Yeah, I'm not even close to being ready. Yeah, I'm just kind of It's it's unusual cuz usually I'm the one that's not ready. So, I'm here. Uh Kai, it's Monday, uh June 19th, and I'm here with uh co-host and uh, uh actually floor director, a uh, little known, uh Alan Smithy. Hey, say hi, Alan Smithy. Um, if it if it will make our meeting a little more um, less awkward for you, just call me Smithy. It's all good. Hello, right. everybody. You are uh, you are uh, actually a famed director. You've got tons and tons of of credits uh, to your name. Yeah. Sweet. Interestingly enough, a Newsbox exclusive is uh, no one has ever seen your face before. Wow. Well, yeah. When I Google Alan Smithy, I get like Eric Idle from Monty Python, but uh, but you're the first time we ever see you actually on camera nice you know with my face hitting all the time it makes me feel like the fifth member of kiss yeah that's right yeah. you're not alan smithy no no you are jason allen that is the rumor and i'm gonna go ahead and stick to that <laughs> wow what a weekend man are you uh are you uh holy <laughs> you're cow. On your pad. i gotta adjust your camera I'm, too i'm trying to post i'm getting everything the first time i hit the post right and it kind of just went off in the internet limbo it's so i had to scramble good. to do another one Oh, hi there. So, uh, you can, Good morning. Yeah. It's well, a, it was kind of adjusted after Wednesday. We weren't here on Friday. Yeah. Oh. How does the voice sound? Is it well modulated? Because I, I got to tell you, I had a sore throat all over the weekend. And so by like literally yesterday, it's Father's Day. And they're like, oh, happy Father's Day. And I'm like, thank you. So you much know? better. I was almost like a voice box, you know. Oh, Dad, happy Father's Day. Thank oh, you yes. very much. Pass the chicken. Something like that. You gotta get Lady Liberty up. Yeah, there well, we go. Well, here's the thing. Look, I adjusted the camera. This is always so compelling if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, which I encourage everyone to just listen to audio. Don't look at. Yeah, there's no eye candy here. You don't want to see this. You no. just don't want. It. No. Uh, but I just realized we got Lady Liberty here, and now with the readjustment of your camera, we yeah. have. NBC. <laughs> oh, the, the mug fits perfectly. That book. was rather ripped hornish of you. Or what oh. was that guy? You know the guy he used to in the seventies used to come out and do that little thing with the rip, glitter and everything. Uh, you know, I get my rips. NBC. Yeah, I get my. Oh, I, I did actually did it. My voice is man thrashed. Yeah, I get my rips. Uh, I get my rips mixed up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> rip torn. Rip, rip, rip Taylor. Taylor. I think it's Rip, rip Taylor, Taylor and Rip Torn yeah. is the act. Uh, Good actor. Larry Sanders. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think that's Rip Torn and then it's Rip Taylor. Yeah, was a crazy guy with the glitter. All right. Right. So uh so yeah, so Alan Smithy. Did, Thank, have you seen you. have you seen Alan Smithy's work? He's no. a acclaimed director. Is he? Yes. Mm, you want, do I'm you sorry. know some of the films that Alan Smithy has All directed? Right. All right, hit me with Credit it. For? Hit me with it. Heat, 1995. Yes! Isn't that the Bobby movie? De Niro? Uh, mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer, right? Uh, uh, meet Joe Black. Ah, Brad Pitt. Uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Yeah, I'm just taking some new ones here. Uh, the Insider. That was a good Ooh. one. That's about the smoking guy, right? Yeah, was that Matt Damon? Uh, that was, uh, was a Clooney. the Australian guy. Oh, the uh, 
you know, that Australian guy. Uh, Dune. Oh, Dune. Yeah. These are all... He was Dune? Yeah. Matt, wow. Uh, Alan Smithy. Huh. Oh, wait. Uh, hang on here. I'm just reading the Wikipedia. Dune, Alan Smithy, uh, the um, edited for broadcast television. Oh, oh I see. Oh. Heat, Heat as edited for television. I'm sure they had to edit Meet that. Joe bit. Flash Black as edited for in-flight viewing and television. The Insider as edited for television. So Alan Smithy, mm-hmm. because if you really think about it, Heat, The Insider, those are Michael Mann films. Yeah. So Alan Smithy is credited with the television versions. Uh, okay. And gotcha. I wonder why that is. Gotcha. It's Dune, the edited television version. Yeah. Alan Smithy is the official name that the Directors Guild of America mm-hmm. will allow a director to use if he does not want to put his name on the project. Gotcha. Began in... Uh, it's anonymous. Yes. 19... John Doe. Uh, 1968, okay. 1969, Iron Cowboy, and famously, Death of a Gunfighter, directed Ooh. by this was this was the kind of the backing story, Death of a Gunfighter, yeah. 1969, which was directed by uh, the two directors, Robert Totten and Dan Siegel. Totten directed for 25 days and then was. Uh, uh, I think it was a star. Richard Widmark was the star of that film. Sounds like a spaghetti western. Yeah, well, Widmark. Yeah. Widmark uh, was basically controlling the creative of the film, oh. and this uh, Totten guy finally had enough as director because okay. in the DGA, the Director Guild of America, yeah. one of the things in your contract is you are the director of you the creative film. Creative control of it, yeah. not the star, yeah. not the producer. Yeah, how dare you, Richard Woodmark? Just right. read your lines. So they got rid of uh, Totten, or Totten left, and they got this guy, Don Siegel, which, yeah. according to the story, he directed uh, for like nine days. Wow. And then they took took the whole film in, yeah. edited it together, uh, and uh, used uh, uh, probably equal, uh, apparently equal amount of footage from both directors. Yeah, but how much footage can you do in nine days? Because I well, imagine you can do a lot. You really? Can do, oh, sure. Sure. I imagine nine reshoots. You okay. bet. I imagine nine days is just like the closing credits. Like that's no. me. Well, that's these days a lot. I mean, just look at the new Star Wars movies. I mean, oh, they do reshoots true. and stuff, and it's like these are yeah. key scenes we now have to go reshoot. Yeah. Uh, a good example. You haven't seen Rogue One yet, have you? No, still haven't. Okay. Uh, the final scene in Rogue One. Yeah. Was a reshoot apparently. Really, and it's and it's like the you know it's the scene. It's, it's like the climax. It's, it's it's like you can't imagine the movie without that yeah. final scene. Yeah. Needless to say, it involves one guy in a black cape named Darth Vader in a lightsaber. Don't ruin it for me. La, 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 no. La, 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 la. Oh, sorry. No, that's it. I got that's all I'll say. But I but I but I read that it was like yeah they uh, decided they didn't even think they didn't have it and then they would reshoot wow. and it was like and everyone's like that. I can't not have Rogue One without that scene. Yeah. They can't. It's got to end that way. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha. So, uh, so, so these two directors went to the Directors Guild of America back in 69, 60, whatever. Yeah. And they said, look, we're not putting our names on this thing. The, <laughs> the star controlled the thing. Yeah. This is not our movie. We do not endorse it. We're not going to do it. There's not a whole level of high confidence there. We're not putting our names to it. Yeah, exactly. Ah. And so the DGA decided, okay, 
we got to put a name there. Let's make a name up. And first they were thinking like Alan Smith or something. And they were yeah. like, well, that's a little too common. John so they, Doe. Yeah. So they, exactly. So they came up with this Alan Smithy. Oh. And they officially made that. So as a director, say uh, you come in, you direct this coffee with curmudgeons. Yeah. But, but Doc Normal's always, you know, I don't know, doing something. And you go, I'm not putting my name, my good name on this as a director. Alan Smithy. You will become then, you go to the DGA and you say Alan Smithy. I like it. Okay. I'm I'm embracing this right now. I'm going to, I'm going to apply that to many facets of my life. Just, uh, so, and the funny thing of the story of this death of a gunslinger. Yeah. Is when the uh, film was reviewed in the New York Times and also by Roger Ebert. This is all according to Wikipedia. So, but yeah. according to the Wikipedia Ebert. story, e- both Ebert and the New York Times reviewed it, mm. and they both had comments like, "We're not familiar with this Alan Smithy director, <laughs> but we really enjoyed his pacing and style." So, I, I don't. Smithy's a genius. Yeah, so I'm not sure if they they. Mm. Actually, the film they they actually hated it, or if they uh, yeah. they uh, they it sounded like it actually worked out. But it was really, yeah. uh, I think it was Richard Widmark was the star, and he was really controlling the yeah. whole creative. So it was like, yeah. what the heck are you doing, dude? This is the director, yeah. and it, it's interesting because I never thought about. I mean, I knew that directors pull their names off of films, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, uh, like for famously, like Gore Vidal wrote. Caligula, and he after he saw, saw the Bob Guccione uh, uh, cut, yeah. which, uh, <clears throat> as we could say, was a little saucy. Bob oh, Guccione, yeah. yeah. Well, he basically went in there. They filmed. They filmed the movie, <laughs> right? We need to porn this up. Yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> what they did with Caligula. They 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 uh. filmed. You know, Peter O'Toole was in it. Uh, uh, what's his name played Caligula? I like yeah. the famous. Um, Anyway, I know everybody says, see, it's early. I even haven't had a sip of coffee yet. But uh, it has like an all-star cast, and they gotcha. did all the film. And then Bob Guccione, <laughs> being a penthouse film, yeah. uh, decided to cut in extra scenes and thus Caligula. And Gore Vidal saw a cut and said, I'm taking my name right off that thing. <laughs> right, um, yeah. Which is interesting because I... In college, I actually I kind of I like that movie. Because it was a depiction of Rome... Uh, with the heathen, that was like it was kind of like yeah. I don't think Rome was like Richard Burton and uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know Taylor and yeah. all those yeah. Lawrence Olivier walking around you know with laurels in their hair and being Holly you know a list Hollywood nineteen fifties. I think yeah. I think Rome was a little more Bob Guccione. Like crazy weird stuff. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they they had centurions, they had slaves. Yeah, they did a lot of crazy weird stuff. That you know, cultish like religion. But anyway. ladies and gentlemen, that is your Roman history in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, Twilight, yeah. So so that's what they did. Twilight Zone, the movie, second assistant oh. director. Oh, that was a sad story. Yeah, I remember uh, he, that. He there was used a lot the of... second assistant director used the pseudonym because. Uh, boy, that that's this is a sad Monday uh, yeah. because uh, there was a uh, Vic Moreau died and mm. uh, two uh, children died mm. in the filming of that movie. Famous, famous accident um, in that movie, which kind of always forever taints that yeah that movie yeah. when I saw it. But yeah, so the assistant director uh, 
pulled his name off of that. But yeah, there's a lot of different movies and some, and especially the recuts for television, like when Michael Mann and these guys, uh, yeah. and and how I found out is I was okay. reading, I was reading up on my David Lynch, ah. as you do, oh, sure. of course, sure, and uh, and uh, of course it always comes down to Dune, yeah, uh, God, even even William Friedkin did. I mean, like all these people have used used this uh, uh, this Alan out. Smith. Well, it's because they don't have the final cut. Control right, and right. so if you're a director, it's like, are you going to put your you don't seal, stamp on? Yeah, it. your yeah, your uh, I understand. Oh, your uh, parent, parenthood seal. What is that thing? I was going to say the good housekeeping. The good, good house- housekeeping. seal of approval. <laughs> Somehow in Doc's mind, the good housekeeping oh, uh, I seal wish, of approval is the Planned Parenthood seal of approval. I don't know. I, I, I Comes wish with I, spare condoms or something. I don't know. Well, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where did I never I never picked up a good housekeeping with that in it. I know. Uh, I don't even know what good housekeeping is. And that's when Jason subscribed to good housekeeping. No, I, I don't even know what what is the what the hell is the good housekeeping? So first oh, of all, yeah, it's amazing. This show is called Coffee with Curmudgeons. Yeah. We talk about everything from say 1950 through about 1979. Well, maybe we get into it. No, we were but, 80s. We're solid. Anyway, 80s. Uh, I'd say about 92. We cut it off. And yeah. just kinda, <laughs> but here's the thing, yeah. and all my subjects today are like total like nostalgia. So yeah. No one on the web, you know, your millennial, yeah. your your face, your face, Snapchatting and stuff. I don't know what a good housekeeping seal of oh, approval sure, is. Sure, and I don't even know what they, it is. I know what a consumer reports thing is. Yeah, it's it's like that. that. Was thing. It's it's like one of those oh, uh, recommendations. Like... You know, they'll do sort of like okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, smart guy. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay. S- Where? Where's okay. It? Smart pants. I'm Alan Smithy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. What is a smart guy that you okay. were talking about? So you got the good house keeping yeah. a, a, a seal of approval. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, smart guy. <laughs> oh gosh. What's the JD Power? Whatever. Cars. What the hell is that? That's thing? cars. No, it's not. JD Power and Associates. It's not just cars. Isn't it like nope. you? Oh, oh, they're all over the place. Yeah. I always just see them on car commercials. Nope. Because I oh. worked for a company once that got one, Ooh. and I thought to myself, "What the? He- what the hell is that? Yeah. You know." Yeah, yeah. J- uh, JD Power and Associates. It's almost like why a car. It cars. It's yeah. mainly associated with cars. I mean, I'm not saying I know you're, cars, you're, but I I swear yeah. that they give it out for other things. Okay, here it is. Okay. JD Power, according to Wikipedia, the world's encyclopedia. Okay. JD Power and Associates is an American-based global marketing information global. services company fund founded in 1968. Oh, the same year they came up with Ooh. Alan Smithy. They're all, huh? <laughs> there's a conspiracy in there somewhere. Wait a minute. Oh, Wait a minute. There's a, that's like the magic bullet right there. Alan Smithy. J.D. Power. J.D. Power Associates. What else? Martin Luther King, 68. Oh. Robert Kennedy, 68. E. I'm E. Howard Hunt. <laughs> the E. Howard Hunt. Uh, CIA seal of approval. <laughs> oh, gosh. The Bay of Pigs. Bay of Pigs brought to you by <laughs> E. Howard Hunt and Associates. No, I'm thinking, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking what you get is if you don't, like you put in and somehow you don't get the J.D. Power. Yeah. You get the Alan Smithy. Oh. The Alan Smith, you. Coffee and cream. I just had an idea. Mm. I had an idea. Coffee with curmudgeons should do an annual award show where mm. we give out the Alan Smithy Award mm-hmm. in different categories. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, okay, by James David Power the Third. Wow, oh. that's pff, talk about. I mean, 
Talk about an Ivy League name there, right? Well, look, if you're, you're going to name your your company, your J.D. Power, the James David, I'm James David Power the Third. I sound like Thurston Howell, James right? Mason. Right. There you Right. Right. The company conducts surveys of customer satisfaction. Gotcha. Uh, I, I wonder if, mm. just because I'm thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is JD Power Associates. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, you you like the Rolling Stones? The Rolling Stones, yeah, they're all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, JD, we're doing a little survey. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of? Uh, I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, three out of five stars. Oh. But I will go with Gimme Shelter. Oh. Just for the opening of Gimme. Can't Shelter. get no satisfaction is no satisfaction from the JD Power <laughs> right. Associates right. seal of approval. Okay, so it's customer satisfaction, product quality, and buyer behavior. For I, I hope JD Power appreciates the free marketing we're giving them on the they podcast. They should send us money. John send David us, Power the Third. Send us a JD. It's like a little, like is it like a little glass Statues, plaque yeah. or something? Send yeah. us a JD. This podcast. Put it right up there next to Lady yeah, Liberty, yeah. right there. They're like, wow, they got a JD Power and Associates <laughs> trophy. They're bona fide. We'll put it next to the Peabody. What the hell's a Peabody? Okay, look. Okay, okay. Peabody award. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just think of all these things. You go, what's that? You know, Peabody we know what an. an we Oscar. know what a Pulitzer is. We know we what know a Nobel Oscar. is. We know what an Oscar right. is. Right, a Grammy, a, a Tony, what, a, a Tony. They yeah. just have those. We know what those are. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but 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 JD Power. Yeah, we'll put that right next to the Guggenheim Fellowship. I. I <laughs> I don't know. So, customer satisfaction research, new car quality, and long-term dependability. Yeah. Huh. I so... Uh, and then they go into the, oh, the, mm. the, the thrilling subject of ISO 9001. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. See? It's, it's like uh, automotive surveys, international research. I... Yeah. I, I know it's automotive, but I yeah. swear. I think they're also like sort of tech stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I mean, I worked in the tech field, there not you go. the automotive field, yeah. and I remember it's like, oh, our product's got a JD Power thing. <laughs> I'm like, does that mean I can go drive the discs around, make little wheels or yeah. something, PC tools? Uh, anyway, so yeah, so it says automotive, but. I, gotcha. I, but yeah. you think it's tech too, because I mm -hmm. swear, I swear, a company uh, I worked with at one point got. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all it's all a thing. You pay mm -hmm. your money, <laughs> and they do the market research. Yeah, and then they come back and they go, "Yeah, that demo we called not so." It was like, "Well, let's change it up here. Call <laughs> these people or do this or do that." Yeah. Until finally, you go, "Oh, you got a good score." Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that one time. Uh, uh, this is totally random, but I think I saw a thing with J.D. Powers and Associates one time in, like, a popular mechanics. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. And then the good housekeeping good seal. Housekeeping. Seal of approval. <laughs> that's the one I don't even... A good housekeeping, too. Yeah. Oh, here it is right here. What is it? What? Oh, appliances, skin care, apparently, <laughs> mattresses, history. You history. put the lotions on the skin. J.D. Power gives it four out of five stars. Wow. Okay, look at this. It's the best good I house... got for a Monday. Well, good. Oh, you're going to love this in 20. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is great. I, I Hopefully, we have women in the audience at some point here. <laughs> good, house, 
Good Housekeeping is a yeah. woman's magazine owned by the Hearst Corporation, uh, otherwise known as uh, oh. the character from Citizen Kane. Right. Um, Rosebud. Rosebud. <laughs> Join the PLO. Um, oh, uh, no. References to flying chachi. Um, yeah. Now I'm turned into Dennis Miller for this show. That's wonderful. Right, right, right. Uh, featuring articles about women's interests. Women's interests, sure. <laughs> product testing by the Good Housekeeping Institute. So they have an institute wow. that does product testing. There's a, there's a whole institute for this. Uh, it, not just an institute. Listen to this. They yeah. got... Uh, uh, the Institute uh, Recipes, Diet, Health, as well as Literary Articles is well known for the Good Housekeeping Seal. Well, yes, we know. Yeah. Uh, popularly known as the Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval. Diet and Health? No wonder I have no idea who they are. Well, I don't know. Actually, I'm almost down 20 pounds. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're looking good. No? Thank you. <laughs> you look, you look good. Give me a J.D. Power for that. <laughs> Excellent. Can I get an extra star on that? Yes. <laughs> J.D. Power and Associates. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I, I guess we're still like thinking, okay, J.D. Power, cars, yeah. good yeah. housekeeping. Seal of approval. Uh, they do a lot of appliances. Uh, yeah. Good, good Housekeeping Research Institute. Now, this is the interesting one. Research Institute. In 1900. 1900. So this goes way back. At the turn of the 20th century. This isn't just some BS little no. thing that they cooked up. The Good Housekeeping Research Institute. <laughs> BS thing they cooked up. We need to give somebody, uh, we need to give our sponsors high ratings. Do they suck? I don't know, but we need to do something. <laughs> Dude, we could create our own housekeeping. Oh, let's do it. Let's run well. with that. Bob Jenkins, run with that. Well. We're going to do it. Jason, that yeah. would be the Newsbox way to go. That would be the Newsbox seal. It's like, looks good to us. Sure. Pay us money. You get the Newsbox seal. Yeah, they're like, Jason, give me a quote on that that new uh, thing that you guys just rated. My whole thing is, Jason Allen says, eh, what the hell? I that, like, and that's it. That's exactly right. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't know how, you know, I, I'm doing this. Alan, like, Alan Smithy says. Yeah. I'm doing this podcasting thing. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. I listen to podcasts, and I think, you know, I got into the podcasting a long time ago when I started listening to very early, You're like a pioneer like, of that. Well, like when the podcasts were on the telephone, yeah. people recording their telephone calls, yes. and you'd be like, "God, it sounds like complete crap," but these guys are really brilliant and telling you everything about the social web. But this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Only someone like me who wants this knowledge would listen to this. You know, sure. Back. Those days. I mean, you know, other guys were, you know, Breaking, Adam Curry and stuff. I mean, he was an audio barriers. guy from MTV. He knew how yeah. to make a podcast, and, you know, other yeah. people did. But but it was pretty rough out there. Now podcasts are streamlined, NPR. Mm. But uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they huck uh, uh, products on there. That's it's the new thing. It's just like advertising, you know? It's like so. So yeah. one minute you're uh, you're like, oh, I got to get that Casper mattress, that Casper mattress. Mm. And the next minute it's like, no, that Casper mattress is crap. Total crap. So there goes our our potential Casper mattress uh, endorsement. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't care. That's all right. We're gonna, we're gonna make it all on Patreon. Crowdfunding, yeah. baby. I promise you. <laughs> Crowdfunding. So in 1900. Yeah. The ex. I like I like the original thing. The experiment station. Ooh. The predecessor to the Good Housekeeping Research Institute. It's all GHRI was founded. Yeah. In 1902, the magazine was called, calling this an inflexible contract between the publisher and each subscriber. <laughs> the formal opening of the headquarters of the GHRI 
Yeah. The model, the model kitchen, G-H-R-I. testing station for household devices and domestic science laboratory occurred in That's January awesome. 1910. So these 1910, these, yeah. So these folks were the original, right? You know, they have the test kitchen, right? Right. You've seen the test kitchen. They Straight out of the shows. Victorian age, these guys are going right into the research institute. Bam. Yeah. Good housekeeping. They're Ooh. they're like they're like it. I think they're the first one. Yeah. Or unless Betty Crocker was over there on the site going, I need a GRI institute. I'll show you an institute. Not Betty. This is the Betty Crocker Cake Institute. That's right. It did not rise. <laughs> not enough yeast. Wooden spoon. Wire hangers. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I, I still <laughs> have Betty no Crocker more wire hangers ever. As played by Joe Mommy Dearest. <laughs> Mommy Dearest. Oh, oh. So now, well, okay. Betty Crocker, yeah. They I did dispute the thing, the wire hanger thing, you know. That but, was my lame joke <laughs> of the Monday. I snuck it right in there. Betty Crocker, she was a dish. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Well, now Her and Marie Callender, man. Woo! When they get together. Now I want to yeah. get down. Anyway. So, yeah, this is like an yeah. original test thing. So, this is this, yeah. this, this good housekeeping oh. thing was the real deal. Yeah. See, I kind of grew up with the Consumer Reports. Exactly. Which was the same kind of deal yeah. as the good housekeeping, but they did everything. They did cars and everything. Home entertainment, gadgets, everything. that sort of stuff. Right. Everything. Everything. Good housekeeping. Yeah. yeah. No, but Consumer Reports, though. No, did, yeah, yeah, did yeah. Did the whole, like, you know, you'd get that, before the web, you'd get that book, and you'd subscribe. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and... Didn't they have a radio show for a while, like Consumer Reports? They had might this one have. guy that came on, and he would do, like, the Consumer Reports on, like, of the week, and they would talk about... <laughs> the Consumer stuff. Reports of the week. It was kind of sad, because I was going full-on internet because i'm a tech guy yeah. some early adopter da, 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 da. Yeah. so you know that was the magazine to have right that was, if you had one subscription to a magazine the good housekeeping was you know, good get, i'm sorry the consumer reports you're yeah. correct uh good housekeeping doc doesn't doesn't get the good housekeeping <laughs> God, doc would not get a good housekeeping seal of approval internet what's that but i can make a fabulous bean dip yeah you know good housekeeping seal of approval. <laughs> and half of it's uh, on the counter after it's done <laughs> that's yeah. your good housekeeping that's why i only got one star out of five i need yeah. to, i need to work you cook in this kitchen <laughs> <laughs> you step out of the kitchen right now Hey, now you're sounding like my wife. What's is, going on here? Is this a kitchen, or is this yeah. the National Institute of uh, Biological Weapons? It does kind of take on that sort of aspect to it, doesn't yeah. it? The whole research institute. It's almost like DARPA, right? What what the heck is going on? Shh, we don't talk about what's going on down at the institute. Well, well, Jason, I'm, I'm sure I could weaponize some of the mold <laughs> in my kitchen uh, to fight the good fight for America. Right. Seven layer dip has been weaponized. <laughs> oh yes. Oh. Uh, Who hasn't been the there, extra right? Extra tapatio. Right. Uh, right. You're making stir fry. Bam! It's been weaponized. <laughs> well, I, I a little more curry, you know. Oh, it's really weaponized. I, then. You know, I do eat a lot of spicy food, so to many people, I think, yeah. uh, I think yeah. my 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 cooking would be weaponized. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so, hey, you went to Doc's house uh, last week and you had dinner there. How was it? Well, um, to sum it up in a word, weaponized. Yeah, yeah. Weapon, weapon. <laughs> the weapon, fully weaponized kitchen. Yeah. Sounds like a, you know, Bond. <laughs> right. Q, you know, M or Q was doing One moment it. When I uh, deactivate the cappuccino <laughs> maker, M. Right. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the espresso machine is blowing up. Yeah. You know, you get microwave is shooting laser beams. Things are weaponized. Yeah. yeah. All right. But anyway, we'd get the consumer reports. Yeah. Right? And uh, that was the magazine to have. Yeah. And uh, because you'd, you'd get there and then you'd get the catalog at the end. And so you'd go out and want to buy some, like like you said, a stereo or a, a this or that. And you'd always be like, well, I, I want to know. Consumer reports said it was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, and it was controversial because they were they were rough. I mean, they would they would uh, like certain vehicles and cars. That they, they would, would really. Like, I'll tell yeah. you this: they did not like Jeeps a lot. Wow. No. It, what they, about the old International Harvester? They fi- they finally did. Yeah. I think actually one of the model years they they did, but and and computers they did what they did a bunch of stuff with computers, but that was a tough one. Yeah. So if you were in the computer and tech industry, it was like. Uh, you need a whole specialized bunch of folks, so it was tough. But then the internet yeah. came along, and it was like, well, I can look stuff up on the internet and then cancel your subscription, and it became yeah. so sad. And now yeah. I don't know how the Consumer Reports, and they'd send little oh. emails like, come on, don't you want to come, come back on? to us? I know. Wow. We have it online. We have a, a website, and it's like, yeah, it's not that great. Almost like AOL, you know. No, well, come back to us, please. Speaking of AOL, mm-hmm. I don't know. We didn't talk about this, but I think it was last week, maybe early last week. Mm-hmm. This news, kind of, you know, with the news cycle that we've been going through, uh, Yahoo officially mm-hmm. is now uh, a Verizon acquired by Verizon. That took effect. Yeah, that took effect. Okay, which I also believe they have AOL as well. I think, I think it's and AOL. Then they formed, Wasn't AOL Time Warner? Yeah. I think we talked about the name of the company. I, early, like back in May or something, we talked mm. about some goofy name that they came up with. So, mm. I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of RIP. I mean, AOL, yeah, I, I wasn't on an AOL person, and I know a lot of people were. Yeah, not me uh, they say, they say that there are still people who are paying for their dial-up connection for right. AOL. Right. That's a that's a revenue stream right there. I chuckle when someone like yeah, I see somebody's email and it has like an AOL on it. I'm like, "Really? That's Well, people have it. I I I'm, I'm yeah. or Hotmail. Hotmail. Sure. You know, I mean, but some people, you know, you have an email that you yeah. don't want to change. I uh, years ago, I was moving everyone off of Hotmail. I had a Hotmail. I had a Yahoo. Sure. I probably had an AOL at some point. AIM, it was the uh, AOL uh, uh, Internet Messenger or mm-hmm. Instant Messenger. That was like the probably okay. the most popular yeah. uh, message thing at one point. I do I, remember that. Yeah, yeah, I had to get like an AOL because everyone was on AIM. You know, you're absolutely right. I yeah. did too. Yeah, good call. Chat. I must have because I had yeah. name thing for a while. So right. So uh, so so yeah. So they're they're that, and they're un- under some funny name, and um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of it's 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 a drag because before Google, I remember Yahoo. Yes. And Yahoo was really there were a lot of other search engines. There was the one called Alta Vista. I re, I was about ready to say that. I remember yeah. back in the days, Alta Vista. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Which just became Ask.com. Yes. There's a couple others I I can't remember, but Yahoo was there. Yeah. This is a little pre Google and then Google came. Um but Yahoo was really. I remember that point where Yahoo was your your homepage. Like yeah. like when I open up my my. Page and there's Google. Yes. 
type ask us anything yeah. we will respond right right uh, you don't even have to type it anymore you can just say it yeah, the big the big ones were what msn yeah no uh yahoo right. yeah well msn is still around and Kinda. and yeah. their search now is bing that's right so microsoft's that's right. not gonna they're not going to uh they're not going anywhere. No, no, no. And they're going to keep Bing, um, you well, know, or rebrand it. But they're going to Microsoft. You know. Well, they'll be around. So here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> here's the interesting deal. This is why Google is Google. Okay. There's a lot of money in that search. Oh, I'm sure. Because if you have a whole bunch of people going in and doing search, yeah, and then you can put the the sponsored ad there yeah, and yeah, pay for it yeah you make a lot of money a lot of money and you like make a lot of money with those hits and the, the what was happening uh the browsers yeah that's why they have the toolbars and put the browsers in and stuff to, to generate insert, the yeah, money yeah, yeah so okay. microsoft you know uh yeah. and and i've i've t- some people like bing i mean i i just never I'm just got into google bing. yeah I'm i was just, just like, a google dude and this this is not i i have not done comparative searches i have heard yeah. some people say hey bing better than google fine i don't know mm. but i'll i'll you know from Take respect for it, sure. yeah from a respected person i might say yeah but okay. i haven't done the research and i don't know <laughs> i have some windows boxes here i have macs mm. and windows so google you know is yeah. fine with me uh but the thing about the 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 Bing is, even if it's not the most popular search, yeah, you know, Microsoft wants to keep the Bing and keep oh, yeah. pushing the Bing because there's there's money in there. There's their brand, yeah. But there's money in there. There's yeah. ad adding, ad search money, right? Cash money. So, Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft's not going anywhere. Nah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Everyone's oh anyway. I'm not a mic. I'm not a. I'm <laughs> Everyone's on. I've never been a. I'm not a Microsoft basher. I know tons of people are, but I'm yeah. not. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, but yeah, they're, they're you know, they're Microsoft. It's fine. Um. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, tech. Uh, for that's the, tech for the day. But yeah, Yahoo. So they had the Yahoo, and. They in the late nineties, okay, <coughs> mm-hmm. they had they started doing the customized Yahoo homepage. Mm. Which mm-hmm. really to me was the very first time ever that I saw on the web. Because before that the web was like, go up to the web page, here's your web page, click, click, yeah. web page, click, web page. You yeah. know, we're talking nineties, mid to late nineties. Yeah. Yahoo then makes their search and then they've got a home page yep. which they had news and Yahoo News was one. Yahoo yeah. News was really good. Yeah, you could customize all your news feeds, whether you got world news, US news, sports, yeah. whatever. I mean this was yeah. before Google had, yeah. had any of this. Yeah. And the other the up until just recently, in fact, and I haven't looked at you but years ago, if you did stocks and you did the finance stuff, oh. finance.yahoo.com was the best site to go to. Yeah. They had the best. I mean, you could look up a company. You could see the ticker. You could see the whole uh, history. Real-time stuff going on. Yeah, and you had all the news, and you could yeah. do all the research of the stock. Like back when I did stock research, I would just go up to finance, gotcha. Yahoo, and, and research a company. You could see the his, history and all that good stuff. Yeah. You don't want to know about that. I had Netflix. Oh yeah! Oh, look at their stock now. I had mm. Amazon and Netflix. Oh yeah, hmm. 
<laughs> back in the day. Oh yeah, you. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. I knew at some point. That they were Too gonna bad I don't have up. it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I I'm the guy. I'm the guy. You know, I'm the guy who sells the Apple stock right before it blows up. I'm the guy who sells the Google. That's that's my... Are you the Stuart Sutcliffe of uh, finance? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I got that reference, the by the way. I got yeah. that. I got that. Thank too. you. Yes, I got that. Uh, so... Yeah, so that's yeah. so they had all that stuff, and then they had this customizable thing. You log in, and you could move. You could move the things around. Yeah, it was very yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Web two point yeah. I mean, this was in the Web one point I thought that was ingenious at the time. Wow. Well, you I was telling my programmer news. friends, I was like, we should do this. Yeah, this is the future. The future. And they were like, yeah, that's Look, good housekeeping gives it four and five stars. Yeah. They even got a JD Power and Associates trophy. And then suddenly, like, TypePad, uh, yeah. Blogger, WordPress, all yeah. these other things came along, and you could Bam. do stuff and movable stuff. And then Google came along, and then Ajax, the the Java, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And now nobody cares. It's like, oh, yeah, you can do this and this and this and that and the other thing. And although, interestingly enough, I always come to a place where I hit a wall, even in uh, as of late. Okay. In the last few years where I'm like, hey, I'm on this pad. I should be able to do this and this and this on the page. And people are like, mm. And I'm like, don't give me, mm. We have the technology. We can do this. Yeah. And then in a couple of years, like now, there's it's all past technology yeah. um, that you can do that with, you know. I mean, we play responsive websites. Ugh, we're yeah. going down the tech rat hole. But <laughs> Yahoo, ha- right. they had a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. I do Back remember in the day, that, yeah. and their stock was worth something. They had Jerry Yang. Mm. It was like it's two guys, just like Google. It was Jerry Yang, and I can't remember the other guy. I just remember Jerry Yang, right? Because he came back to try and fix the company, and they right. had, and they were like, yeah. remember the two, the bubble burst, the, yeah, oh yeah. everything, the dot com, the dot com, yeah. right? And everyone had Super Bowl ads and Yahoo, and yeah. Yahoo had Yahoo, and I love that. Yeah. So, R.I.P. Yahoo, Yahoo. All right. Yeah. In the Midwest, they had a totally different thing, though, because they wanted to connect with people in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, they weren't called Yahoo. They were called Yahe. <laughs> anyway. And That's another Monday lame joke. Yeah. Yahe. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Yahoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you the don't pa- say. Did you no. go to the Packer game yesterday, <laughs> Yahe? Yeah. That cheese is sitting right here, Yahe. <laughs> Yahoo. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It really says oh, all. bad Fargo jokes. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so Alan Smithy. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what's been sitting in my mind for the past half an hour? You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Peter O'Toole, right? Yes. I have a whenever I think of Peter O'Toole, I have a fabulous, real short, fabulous Peter O'Toole story story for you. Wow. Yes. So back in the day, Peter O'Toole. Was coming up through the on the London stage, but he was coming up with us. I mean, that think about this. At one time, on the young guys on the London stage, you had uh, Lawrence Olivier, uh-huh. uh, Peter O'Toole, Richard Harris, and you know, uh, I think what, not Jackie Mason, but uh, James Mason. There's some other guy. James Mason. James Mason. Well, anyways, 
Beta O'Toole. O'Toole. There's O'Toole, Olivier, and Richard Harris, right? And they're all in this play together. Can imagine that today, right? In, in one play, these guys are all together. Well, the play, you know, when they're not on stage, where are they? They're across the street at the pub. Oh, yes. And they're getting liquored up, right? I think Sir O'Toole. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just... Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in so many years. My favorite year is one of my Peter all-time favorite movies. It all had the guy from uh, not Bosom Buddies, yeah, but yeah, Perfect Strangers, yeah, yeah. and yes, and him, Peter O'Toole was Alan Swan. He was like the Errol Flynn, Alan. and he was just so burnt out. And they're trying to rehab him, so they sent him to this. Uh, old 50s-esque variety show mm-hmm. and he sh- oh yeah and half the that time movie. uh that movie and uh there's another movie yeah. as well and Creator. when i see those movies i think he's just playing himself almost yeah. i mean he's just like he's got the martinis and like all right what are we doing yeah, yeah, those button up pants you know they rip it off of him he's like uh, standing up in the corner yeah. bun- bun- i have recorded. not seen that movie in years it's, it's a it's a riff on sid caesar show yes. the early days of television king car was a king carson or king something something yeah well anyway back to peter O'Toole. sorry so they're over there in the pub and they're getting liquored up yeah, stagehand runs over cross street and says, You guys, you guys, you're late. You're late. You got to get over. You're on. You're supposed to be on right now. So they hustle. I mean, breakneck speed, boo, across the street. They're running up to Richard Harris as he's getting up there. He's <laughs> running Harris. onto the stage, trips over something, and falls flat on his face, slides right up to the edge of the stage. <laughs> and he looks down, and there's this older lady in the front row, and she goes, My God, Harris, you're drunk. And he looks at her straight in the face and he says, Ma'am, if you think I am drunk, wait till, wait till O'Toole hits the stage. <laughs> That's my Pierre O'Toole story for you. That's actually a... Harris, uh, you're drunk. A fairly good story. Yeah. Ma'am, if you think I mean, I'm, it's... it's, it's uh, wait until it's O'Toole makes his entrance. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, he famously... Alan Swan, I'm going to go watch that tonight. Yeah, because it, it's... I love it's, that movie. Uh, and and I, I think it's... Uh, Again, it's a great fit for for Peter O'Toole's oh, character. That's right in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the other one is the stuntman. Ooh. Which I I have that one too, oh. where he plays a completely crazy action director. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting movie, the stuntman. Mm-hmm. I have that one somewhere, like a Criterion collection or something of the stuntman. Oh yeah, I didn't even know there was anyone else in North America that knew that my favorite year existed anymore. Oh yeah. It was a great film. It was oh, a great, fun, fun, fun movie. I mean, it's a comedy, oh, but it's great. it's a kind of uh, almost like those, uh, almost like the Woody Allen radio days yes. kind of comedy where it's it's all set Pretty, back in the. He shows up to the guy. Yeah, he's out in television the, in Brooklyn, and he goes to the guys' his parents' house, the mom's house, and remember she's married to a stepfather who's an old Filipino uh, uh, boxer back uh, in the day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. I, if Peter O'Toole, I saw you fight back in <laughs> 47. Like, yeah. I could... Uh, yeah. I could... Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Well, I don't... I, 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 I was thinking about some some, some stuff. Love because I I, I, yeah. I I saw this uh, old Peter O'Toole like when he was young. Yeah. So we talked about Kalea Lawrence of Arabia type stuff, where he's the young dashing. Well, this was the Audrey Hepburn movie, Ooh. where he's a, like a jewel thief guy, or art oh. thief. 
set in Paris, late sixties. What's that movie? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like on Netflix. It's a yeah. good, you know. Oh, there. I think did I show that? Oh, I think I was telling someone. Uh, there's a he's he drives. So she's driving. Audrey Hepburn is driving one of these little the little Citroen. The yeah. Little, the little tiny. You barely get in. And Peter Tool comes Renault. in. Right, he comes up in this sports car. Gorgeous. I think it was yellow. Jaguar. Canary yellow. Jaguar. Yeah. I mean, in this thing, I at first I looked at it and I was like, is that a Ferrari or is that? It turns out it's Jaguar. If you Google it, you know, yeah. it, they'll tell you all about the cars. I, this is one thing. If I see a '60s movie, yeah. and the people like you know, the, and it's a '60s romant rom com, '60s yeah. romantic comedy. We're in Paris. It's all shot in Paris. It's Audrey Hepburn. It's Peter O'Toole. You know, he's he's a thief and she's a, you know her dad's forging art you know and and it did the police you know um and all this stuff and then there's like hot sports cars from the 60s i mean that are probably worth like a couple million dollars that is the essence of cool yeah i mean it's the 60s right Mm. it's like those old james bond movies and he jumps in the aston martin you know yeah like oh yeah that's a someday that will be worth it will be priceless bond (laughs) uh but yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about—I I found this weird thing out, and I put this on my Facebook. Okay, so the, I realized. Yeah. You know the Benedict Cumberbatch. Best name, in, right? In, in, best name for an English actor ever. Well, I was uh, one day Benedict a while ago. I was thinking, what, what he? You know, I've watched his movies. Yeah. And you know, I watched that whole BBC Sherlock I thing, love that which show. is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, you know, these especially British actors, yeah. they, they're you know they're Shake- they come from the land of Shakespeare. Yeah. They have pedigree. Yes. Right. I mean, you're not like De Niro growing up in Hell's Kitchen, going, "Hey, I'm not gonna act. Hey, hey. acting." Studio, hey, what are you looking at? You looking at me? You looking at me? You looking at me? You looking at me? I am an actor. Yeah, uh, they're not actors; they're thespians. Uh, yes, exactly, and they have a pedigree, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you have people like Salance Olivier, mm-hmm. and you have uh, Peter O'Toole, and Richard mm-hmm. Burton, and you know Richard Burton. You know, you have uh, like John Gielgud. Oh. John Houseman. Houseman. You know, all these, you know, the law will kill you. Um, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's not, so you have all these greats. Yeah. And I'm sure we're missing many of them. Yeah. But the new guys, the new folks, yeah. they have this pedigree. They yeah. have that tradition. Yeah. They come from that tradition of those people. Hollywood's a little bit, like I said, you know, growing up in Hell's Kitchen. Hey, it's gonna make a, I'm going to play a wise guy. It's Quaintance for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like how we're denigrating American acting. All of American <laughs> acting. Right now, right now, Robert yeah. De Niro and Scorsese, they're sitting there just cussing yeah. at us right yeah. now. Yeah, those Scorsese you. movies, they're not so good. Oh, no. Coppola, this Coppola guy. Well, I don't know. What are you going to say? But uh, Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, I'm like looking at him and going, he reminds me. His, uh, he's he's like the 21st century. He's, he's yeah. in, and okay. I finally, the light went off in my head. I said, Ding. Cumberbatch is our Peter O'Toole. Ooh. He is our 21st century Peter O'Toole. 
Ooh. That's if you really kind of look at it. He's, I haven't thought about that. He, he, the, he's got the comedy. Yeah. He's got the and there's a, the couple. I watched the that imitation old, game. I watched he, that old '60s movie. Yeah. The romantic comedy, and I'm watching. You know, that's when Peter Toole is young, and yeah. you know, and then when they're when the actors are young in those comedies, and they're Audrey Hepburn and all that, yeah. they're like. They're like a hey, here's a quick one liner. Here's a you know it's kind of like the American ones too. You know Catherine Hepburn. You know da 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 da. da you know, uh, but they're, they're kind of like doing that. You know, it's a, hey, you know, hey. Yeah. I mean, no, that's the American side. Yeah. They're, they're more like hey, hey, a pair champagne, right, Jaguar. right, ho. Yes. Well, actually, honey, it looks like a fake to me. Would you like some champagne? You know, it's that sort of a thing, right? Uh, yes. And Cumberbatch has, he, he can pull he that fits off. fits right in that you know, mold, the little, yeah. And they have the little English smirk thing. Oh, yeah. And they're kind of goofy looking, too. It's just, if you really look at him, O'Toole's, he's, he's got a... Okay, you can say great acting, and they're movie stars. Singularly but, British. But, but yeah. you know, sometimes them in the UK, I mean... Okay, Cary Grant. Look, Judy, Judy. Yeah, I mean, Cary Grant, good-looking guy. Yeah. But you know, Peter O'Toole, kind of goofy, lanky, couple match, kind of goofy, lanky guy. But we don't care. I mean, they're like, you know, they got the stuff. So, so that's what I thought is that Cumberbatch is kind of Peter O'Toole. I was even thinking. Then I thought, my God, Hollywood. Yeah. We got to spitball some Hollywood. First of all. Hollywood's, what are we doing? We're doing Wonder Woman, doing really well. Oh, yeah. We're doing more Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, we're doing the Batman. Uh, we're doing uh, what other stuff? You know, Adam's Family. Are we doing that again? We're, we're really? doing sequel. Well, I don't know, but uh, we're doing. We're doing. There's yeah. no new ideas. Come yeah. on, come on. Let's you know pull something out of the Not Hollywood. Pull pull something out of the can. Yeah, and let's remake it. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, Lawrence of Arabia, starring. Benedict Cumberbatch. He doesn't have to oh. be blonde, does he? I will give him a blonde wig. Who oh, he does that. Cumberbatch. He, he's Oscar winning right there. Bam. Lawrence of Arabia remake. And, you know, look. Yeah. Van Zandt remade Psycho. So if Van Zandt can remake Psycho, we can remake Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia, Arabia, right? Yeah. What if you gave it like a modern tinge? I, I You know who we get? Yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker to write the script. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, and then throw in Mike Judge for effect, right? <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia, a John Waters film. Ooh. Something like that. I don't know. Ooh. I see that might <laughs> Wait, Wait a minute. <laughs> Unfortunately, Divine is not to, there to... I don't know. I, I'm just... I, is there a way we can get Roger Corman? We're... Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, we're we're yeah. you know we we spitball these ideas. Yeah, but uh, an Affleck Damon joint oh, venture. What not, do you think? Not uh, uh, those guys, <laughs> American actors. Yeah, yeah, American yeah. actors, not British. Well, I don't mind Matt Damon. I don't mind him. So Affleck, he, though, I've got a I've got a slight issue with me. Me and Affleck, we we got issues. Well, uh, we have a history. Affleck and I, Affleck. we go back. Aflac, Aflac. He was all right. As if in that Mal-Rans. joke has not happened a million times ben before. Aflac. Okay, so here's yeah. here's my other. Uh, uh, this is a uh, update on. This is a segment we call update on Benedict Cumberbatch Ooh. news. <laughs> yes, um, that's very so, Cumberbatchian of you. For some weird, Cumberbatchian, weird, weird, weird yeah. 
reason. Okay. Um, I, okay. I I like the sci-fi. I'm a huge, yeah. huge sci-fi fan. Huge. And this is like from huge. from day one. Huge. I mean, it, it, this, yeah. look, we were sending people out to the moon. Yeah. And then there was sci-fi back in the 60s. Yes. Star Trek. 2000. Was from the 60s. 2000. 2001. 2001. Yeah. Where was that filmed? England. All the good stuff. I mean, Star Trek. Pinewood California. Studios, right? Yeah. London, England. Cal- California. Yeah. Know, Star Trek. But uh, the other stuff. Well, there's the, 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 the Jerry and Sylvia Anderson from the UK. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they made all the little puppet shows with rockets, and they had tons of kids' gotcha. shows. And they're they're yeah. probably their best known, the most ambitious, the one that had probably the most ambitious special effects, and yeah. was most popular and syndicated here in the U.S. That I saw as a little kid was called the Thunderbirds. Oh God! Thunderbird one, Thunderbird two. Yes, yes. they even did yeah. a Hollywood remake. Live action film of the Thunderbirds several years ago. I don't have it, but I watched it with my my kid mm-hmm. with the late the late we can say the late you can believe this one, Bill Paxton. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. young uh, Hudgens, uh, that gal. Yeah, she was Vanessa young, Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens is yeah. in it. Yeah, she plays Tintin. Really? But anyway, huh. so yeah, the Thunderbirds. Yeah. Then. They finally decided to do an actual live action, maybe not so kids, but adult, because the special effects were great. The model work rivaled anything. They had tons of spaceships, right? This spaceship, that spaceship. And they had ways to film it, and they're very meticulous. So they did this show called UFO. UFO. Mm. And it was about a secret organization in England, of all places, fighting UFO aliens coming down in flying saucers, yeah, trying to invade Earth. We don't know uh, why. It was mysterious. It is. And all these great British actors in it. Ooh. Uh, one, of, one of them, uh, actually a few of the actors had been in James Bond movies. Wow. The lead actor, the guy who plays the, the guy who heads up the thing. Yeah. Has uh, uh, he's one actor that's been in like two or three James Bond movies just as side characters. He was in Doctor No, and he was in another one, mm. uh, Diamonds Are Forever or something like that. I think. Ooh. So uh, I'm I'm like all about that. Yeah. And this was like '60s Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's got all the good special effects, crazy storylines. Just check it out. You can go up to YouTube and check out some UFO. It, it's 60s. And then uh, Sylvia Anderson, the guy's wife, Jerry and mm-hmm. Sylvia, mm-hmm. Uh, she was a, a co- all about the costume design and stuff. So uh, it's like tight-fitting clothes. Guys are wearing jumpsuits and tight-fitting clothes. Yeah. The ladies are wearing tight-fitting clothes. This is You may have seen a picture. that uh, They have a moon base, and it's all staffed by these women in silver suits with purple wigs. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But they're doing serious work. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, not... we need more of that sexy. today. It, it, they do the 60s sexy thing. Well, I mean, yeah. they do the sexy. Yeah. And sexist. <laughs> it's sexy and sexist. Go figure. Because it's a 1969. Um, but, <laughs> no, it, well, it was. Yeah. I, I know. Anyway, so there was a lady, yeah. a co-star, okay. had a major role on this. And I can't, now I can't remember her character. Mm-hmm. But her, she is, and here let me let me I'll just I'll just pull it up for you. Here she is. Okay. I, I posted this on my Facebook. There she is. 
You see her there? Yeah, in the middle, she's in one of the silver outfits, very 60s, great hair. But she usually wore this purple Ooh. outfit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. great-looking lady. Her her name, yes. the the actor's name, act, actress, when actress. you say it back in the day, was Wanda Ventum. Wanda, Wanda. Ventum. She's been, this woman, this is Benedict Cumberbatch's mom. She's what? actually Benedict Cumberbatch's what? mom. Yes. That's his mom. Wow. I was just like, actually, here's another picture. Here's here's said. Oh, wow. Mr. Cumberbatch with mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanda Ventham. Yeah. I think she's in her probably 80s or something. Wow. Yeah. I was Cumberbatch. Like, so no wonder he's got pedigree. Exactly. That's exactly right. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. There's his mom, Wanda, Wanda Ventham. And, uh, and like I said, she was in this show UFO that I used to watch as a kid. I love yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she, yeah. I mean, it's her opening scene in the pilot. Can you, can you go back to that picture? Which one? The uh, picture of the uh, Benedict's mother. Because. Oh. Uh, I, re- I just recognize something in it. Well, that's them today, yes. or around today. But the one with the three shot, where the the purple oh. and then the silver. Yes, right there. The There's one on the one on the right. Look at her smirk. It's the exact same Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch no, smirk. I know that was the thing. That's where he got it from? I looked. I looked at that. Wow. And I said, because I know. I mean, I'm a. Uh, this is this is one of my fandoms. Yeah. Uh, I'm a uh, Jerry Sylvia. They call him Fandersons. Ooh. Out in the UK, international, Ooh. like Italians, Germans, yeah. us in the the you know it's Brit stuff. If you yeah. like the Brit stuff, yeah, and if you like sci-fi, yeah. uh, just like being a Trekkie, Trekker kind of a person. And so I'm big, and UFO is now you yeah. know the follow-up to UFO was you do know this one. It was Space 1999 with Martin uh, Landau. Same, gotcha. Because the story is they they sent Martin it over. Landau. They were like, oh, is it a kid's show? It's not a kid's show. Gosh, this is an adult. People are doing uh, adult things in this thing and fighting UFOs, and it's kind of scary. Yeah. And so then they put it on, and then it started getting a syndication following in the U.S. Mm. And then they called up Sir Lou Grade, yeah. who was the big syndicator in the U.K. Mm-hmm. What else was he known for? Kind of a little show called The Muppet Show that he syndicated. Wow. Sir Lou Great. Look it up. But anyway, they called him up and they said, hey, Sir Lou, uh, this UFO thing's uh, tracking pretty well here in the U.S. Uh, Send us some more episodes. And then they go, oh, the Anderson, they shut the show down. They did the (laughs) the, two seasons and they're done. They're over. And they were like, well, you got something to send us? Because the people are eating up the sci-fi with the silver jumpsuits and stuff on the moon and the spaceships. And then the Anderson said, how about a moon base? How about space? Nineteen ninety nine, set kind of in a different thing. It's not really the same. Bam! But, but yeah. they they were like, we'll do a moon base. Martin Landau. But yeah, you're mm. absolutely right. I looked at this picture, and same thing. I looked at her and I said, of course. Like she said, on the right, she's got that that smirk, the Cumberbatchian smirk. And it's it it she does that in the TV show every once in a while, especially wow. when someone makes a sexist remark and she goes. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> men are very small, aren't they? She always has some like weird comeback like that. Yeah. You know, The very yeah, opening yeah, yeah. scene, the opening scene is hilarious. They have the second-in-command guy, mm-hmm. and he's this middle-aged, curmudgeonly guy. Number two. Guy. He's our kind of guy, then. Yeah, he's just but like he's a, a complete sexist, too. Oh, wow. So, like, the whole yeah, pilot, he's, so he's, like, 
checking the ladies out in the secret Locked facility. Good. They're on an SST, yeah. of course, a supersonic flight. Because it's. Yeah. Did I mention that this show, which was uh, produced in 1969, okay. is actually imagining a near future of 1982? 1980. Right. No, 1980. Wow. So the beginning of the sh- the titles, you see like electric cars and people in uh, in the silver jumpsuits and all that, Sweet. and and the, these electric sports cars. Which hey, guess what? Tesla. We have those now in 2017. Yeah. And uh, and Nero suits. A lot of a lot of that. Uh, Nehru. Yeah, but I, I feel like I've gotten ripped off, man. I want my silver jumpsuit it's super sexy right. and, and and i'd say that all the women are dressed super sexy which they are in sure. this program sure uh but the dudes are also wearing tight jumpsuits and and things too and so and the, for the ladies there's scenes that i never caught that yeah. that uh um that i've seen rewind and i've got the box set you know I, I had to, and you you will pry that out of the, my dead cold hand. I, you can't find it. It's <laughs> right. not on Blu-ray. I no. can't find it on Blu-ray. But it's they fabulous. did do the DVDs. Uh, the A and E, A and E. They yeah. did. They did all the British series. They did the Saint. They did the Secret Agent Man. They did the Prisoner. They did yes. the the uh, the Avengers. Love the, the Saint. The, Simon Templer, dude. Yeah, love it. Uh, they did this UFO. They did yeah. the Thunderbirds. The, they did all the Brit stuff. The old this, uh, also uh, David David. David Suchet, Suchet uh, mm-hmm. Hercule Poirot, mm-hmm. and uh, there was even a cool. Uh, they did it only like one season's worth. I think it's because Gene Wilder was getting up there in age, and I just for whatever reason. But uh, it, the very first show of it was called Murder in a Small Town, where he played a, uh, a retired sort of Broadway director, and he'd get into like these uh, little kind of townish sort of mysteries. I lo- love the show. Yeah. Love the show. A and E though, I I, I feel yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like they did all the Brit stuff. Yeah, they yeah. did. You know, and they, so they did all these like '60s cult classics, yeah. right? And of course, the the Jerry and Sylvia Anderson stuff is right in there. Bam. And um, and so they released them all on DVD if you That's were awesome. lucky enough to get them at the time. Yeah. So uh, you know, I have the the thing, and. Uh, and it's just so 60s. I mean, it, it yeah. makes James Bond blush. It's so good. <laughs> and it's TV. Yeah. I mean, there was one scene where I'm watching, and the three dudes kind of walk in, and it's just the dudes. Just the dudes. It's just the dudes, right? And, and, they're, and they're silver jumpsuits. In their jumpsuits. Yeah. And the one dude, literally, they walk in, and before the dude has a line, I swear to God, I laughed and replayed this scene over and over again. Okay. The dude walks in, and the one dude takes a take down on, it's like, whoa. That's a package. And wow. it was like, I mean, it was like really like, because think of the 60s, though. Yeah. And so you, you think, well, you know, the women kind of exploiting, kind of doing that thing. It's like, oh, no, no, no. This was equal opportunity. This was like, wow. this was like, uh, I got my jumpsuit and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. going camping, carrying a package there. Okay. I don't know. I Wow, that's that is saucy. But it it was a sick. Think about it. Yeah, the late sixties. Yeah, the space age. Yeah, space age meets the British sixties sex uh, uh, sex revolution sort of stuff. Right? Have you ever read? Have you ever read about the uh, the um, the space program? The astronaut, the NASA astronauts, basically. You go Very into you go into a bar in Cocoa Beach, yes. Florida. Yeah. You go, 
um, I'm an Apollo astronaut. You're done. Right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, yeah. Gotcha. You'll, you'll have people to talk to. In friendly like, people. I dream of genie, right? Cocoa friendly Beach. Friendly people in They're, the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so it's the 60s. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So so this Wanda Fentham, this Wanda. was like, and... And her and the dad. Yeah. Now I'm not as familiar with his work. He's also actor in Britain. So dad, mom are Benedict's uh, wow. mom and dad. Wow. And what I didn't know is they had a little cameo on the Sherlock, playing Sherlock's parents. They come in just a brief cameo. Oh my God, that's them. That's them. Holy that's cow! Wanda, that's Benedict's real yes. mom and dad. Yeah, because uh, Watson, he's grilling them because he, you know, he's actually got Holmes' parents right there. Yeah. So he's asking them all these, that like, these was idiosyncratic, and, you know, sort of. Oh. And I'm not sure. I can't remember. And they're like just normal parents too, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, him and Mycroft, they're yeah. like just their There's own universe. A, there was a, a, actually right. a picture I found of the four of them. Oh, wow. Of the three of them and then the four of them with Mycroft and, and you know, Benedict is Sherlock yeah. and Wanda. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry I don't know the dad's name. Uh, he's a British television we'll actor. We'll just call too. him Mr. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Mr. Cumberbatch. I think dad, he has a sister, too, who was an actor. So he has a cumberbatch. But anyway, it just blew me wow. away. I'm like thinking, wow, I, you know, this is like, uh, well, look, I went down this rat hole of the Catwoman over the weekend, too. Uh, uh, Julie, New- Julie, Julie Newmar. Newmar. Yes. Lee Merriweather. Lee Mer- Oh, yeah. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. I ended up, you know where I ended up? On a YouTube video. Of yeah. Maury Povich. Wow. <laughs> with Julie You're Newmar, not the father. Julie Newmar. Yeah. Uh, Lee Merriweather and Eartha Kitt calling in from London from a stage show she was doing. This was like ni- 99 or something like that. Wow. The only only to be rivaled by uh, the appearance of uh, uh, the late Adam West. Mm. Who, and, and this is the relevance that hit because me hard. We, yeah. we lost Adam West, last week, yeah. Last week, yeah. In the news, yeah. Batman, yeah. everyone's like, you know, Burt Ward, yes, and the original Batmobile, all on the Donnie and Marie. Uh, 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 they had a television chat I'm show back in the late. No, not that one. Like the late nineties, they had a, like a daytime show. You're absolutely the Donnie right. Marie show. The Donnie Marie show. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, remember we saw Burt Ward? Yeah. He was at Comic Con. He was. We actually did see him. I actually stole behind his little lectern area and sat down there. Dude, that was it. And you I, sat in Burt Ward's yeah. chair. And yeah. did he come and kick you out? Wasn't it like, who the hell are you, bald guy? Right, yeah. Because I'm sitting there and, like, and me and my. Who just, the F are you? Call security. It's like, here's the camera crew. We're all like, uh, uh, we're, we're, just, we're just joking around. Yeah, there, our, our, little, uh, our little wristbands, I got us out of trouble so many times <laughs> during that thing. But we're, you're right, he comes walking in there. And me, you know, when you think he comes <laughs> out like Burt Ward. And so, very, you know, profound. I look at him and I say to him, stare him right in the eyes, and I say, Hey, you're Burt Ward. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. said, yes, and you're in my seat. You're in my seat. Beep. Yeah. 
But I, I, I did it on purpose because oh. there's no one back there, so I go sit in his chair, and there are people walking by, and they see Burt Ward, and then they look down at me, and I know what <laughs> yes. went through their heads. That's what They're like, God, Burt Ward oh, has just not aged well. That's what we did. You know? That's right. Now I remember. I know there's video footage of all this somewhere. I don't know how yeah. much we used... I don't think we. I think we left that one on the cutting room floor because yeah. we didn't want to incriminate ourselves. No, we didn't want. We were breaking security with our press passes and filming Jason pretending he's Burt Ward, Ward and yeah. trying to get kids to come up and sign. It's like, oh yeah, I was Robin. Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> now, if we could only have got you to be uh, Peter Mayhew as well. As oh, Chewbacca. I totally, I totally <laughs> messed that up. Remember, I forgot that one guy's name. And yeah. I mixed up both names. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I totally flubbed that one up. But we could have got you in Peter Mayhew's chair. Yeah. Snuck you in there. Yes, I'm yeah. Chewbacca. Well, you could do Chewbacca. You could. Uh, you... <laughs> Kids looking at you. God, he's real short for Chewbacca. Aaron, aren't, Mom, he, isn't Wookiee supposed to have more hair? Yeah, he you uses know. stilts. Yeah. Trust me, he's not really seven foot tall. What? Uh, yeah, that oh, that right. the time Bert we uh, when we were down there and we like harassed for a few minutes uh, Henry Winkler. Yeah, from the side, hey Henry, I'm Trace. Like, Come, guys, leave me alone, dude. Oh, I think I'm I missed to... that one. Yeah. I think that was the one I missed. No, you, you were guys... there. We, yeah, we came up from the side oh, okay. of him, and I just you know <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna hair I'm gonna harass. Uh, Henry Winkler for a moment. That's why I think I came up with Yo Fonzie. And it didn't go good after that. He just kind of looked at me and gave me the stink eye and stuff. You, you know you were Love you in the water, boy. That's what he's known yeah. for his body of work, right? Yeah, and I'm, yeah. just, I'm, I'm poking the stink. Come on, Winkler. Yeah, you were, you were going to be like, hey, you're going to jump the shark. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm sure Mr. Did you, did you ever? I can't even say it. Mr. Can't go there. Yeah. Can't do it. I'm sure Mr. Winkler would appreciate that. Yeah. He's an author and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's a mensch. He's a mensch. Yeah, and I guess he's like the world's nice. <laughs> this guy too and here i yeah, am just being yeah. a total d-bag to him you know <laughs> uh, i'm poking the bear Gosh. you know poking the bear jeez jason i yeah. can't imagine that what? at all in my head you being a d-bag to a celebrity what <laughs> i i was so i'm watching this like burt Ward and, and and burt pretty much looked at it and i keep thinking i'm having flashbacks i'm having flashbacks with this batman this burt ward thing and then it popped in yeah. my head that you were well, trying remember? to impersonate uh Security, we've got a bald guy here trying to impersonate yeah. Robin oh, from I the ins- Batman TV series. We need an escort out. Poor Rich, the whole time, is like, you can't do, do that. You can't do that. Well, yes, I can. <laughs> and so I'm like harassing uh, Brent Spiner for a moment. He comes out and says, Brent, how you doing? You're, 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 you're the scene out of the beginning of the uh, yeah. the music video Panama with Van Halen. Is oh, they're yeah. escorting uh, David Lee Roth Down out Down the hallway. You know? That's right. It's like, which, by the way, do you know that that's not real? No. Did Just, you know that? What him being dragged down the yeah. hallway? I know. I, yeah, I'd heard, I'd heard that it, it was some sort of gag they it, put on him or was. something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, they did it for the video. That was not yeah. actually. It looked real. Yeah. You thought, oh, and it was uh, unbelievable too. David Lee Roth back well, then. You know he's getting dragged out of hotel rooms. I think what they were doing is paying homage to. Was it the Us Festival that they had? And I believe David Lee got arrested. He got arrested. Us Festival 1983. Because Uh he had said something on stage that kind of incited a little riot. And so they said, hey, uh, by the way, when you incite a riot on stage, that's that's illegal. Yeah. This is a misdemeanor or felony. But they, you know. 
that good Van Halen lawyers and things worked out. But that I believe that the the idea there was kind of to yeah. pay tribute to the fact that <laughs> the whole yeah. rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. You know, he's getting drugged uh, out. It's it's a total Morrison moment, right? Yeah. He's getting drugged <laughs> oh, out of some hotel. Yeah. Oh, the Morrison moment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's been. God, like we gotta do the we, Cumberbatch. We, we gotta do next year's uh, Alan Smithy. We go comic deep book. on this show, by the way. Yeah, talk about deep state. We are the deep <laughs> state. Okay, the deep state. We are the deep state of BS. <laughs> that's right. Okay, that's right. That's our new headline: the deep state of. We are the deep state of BS, man. Yeah. That's we're, where we we're live. We're trying to keep it clean because of some right. radio, TV stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. Not right. Maybe eventually we'll sure have something we toe the line announcement or something yeah so that's why we're kind of like on the internet and not dropping f-bombs every right. five minutes we gotta mind Jason our p- on wednesday we gotta mind our p's and q's <laughs> trying to yeah trying to i mean it doesn't matter on the internet but you yeah. know matters to it, the non-internet and then it went on one south sessions is done with the internet well mm. then what internet when he gets <laughs> we'll done? be the church lady do you remember the internet? Oh, yeah, I remember it. Wasn't that one thing before Sessions got to it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, well, that was my political statement for the That's day. That's right. Uh, we keep away Political from... rant yeah, over. Yeah, we take, we we don't talk about politics. So, no. so that was my thing. Uh, yeah, I went down that rat hole of David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch rat hole. Well, yeah. I love David Lynch. Yeah. I love David Lynch. Dune? You know, and and in the Wikipedia it said, yeah, it wasn't the critical and commercial failure and all that. And I'm like, I don't know about that. And, well, no, it was, it was at the time. Yeah, but it's kind of still sort of influential. And, and they though. cut it. Well, it, it was it was criti- critical and commercial failure. They yeah. cut it down to two hours. Lynch was not happy with that. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of footage. And then the reason they put out, he had Alan Smithy put on oh, this remake that, on yeah. television was yeah. because then they took his 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 edits his the stuff they didn't use and put it back in and they did this to ridley scott i believe in uh blade runner in a version of blade runner mm. where they said oh we should put back some stuff that ridley the did cut? but the director no that's the thing it wasn't okay. the director's cut because the director was so it's like hey what are you doing the director's cut i'm not i i did i didn't approve this no excuse me i didn't approve this so that was kind of the david lynch Long version, which I think I've seen once, but I don't think you can get it. But it, mm. it's over time; it just as a film and kind of a visualization. Yeah. It it has aged. I thought pretty well as, yeah. as a body of work of David Lynch. Okay. So last night is Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Twin Peaks: The Return. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I haven't seen episode it. Still seven. Haven't seen it. Episode seven. It was a big one. It was a doozy. Oh, everyone's like. We tied up wow. so many ends from from uh, the TV series and the movie Firewalk with Me. So yeah. if you're a big Twin Peaks David Lynch fan, that's a good one. Damn. And then yeah. I read some stuff, you know, Kyle McLaughlin and yeah. and Laura Dern. Ah, yes, yes. She was not a character in Twin Peaks, but okay. she's done movies with uh, David Lynch, and she yeah. likes to work with David Lynch. And David Lynch invited her to be part of this new Twin Peaks. Excellent. I will not say what character it is, although if you check out the spoilers, you'll know. Okay. Because it's been revealed in the last two episodes. Gotcha. She plays a character at Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. A well-known character. Wow. But anyway. Okay. So Laura Dern's in it. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun ride. It's a, I like this. So you, so you never actually watched. Twin I've Peaks. never seen one minute of the TV show or any of the movies. It is on Netflix. Yeah. 
The TV I show. I got to check it out. Yeah, it, that's in my queue, but it's down the line because yeah. I'm still wrapping my mind around uh, uh, House of Cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there, and, and, and then I got sore throat. <sighs> I'm like on this precipice of a cold, I, yeah. and when I get that way, I said, "Man, I need I need Underwood to save the day." Yeah, I I you know I was not going to do this new season of House of Cards. I was not going to binge watch it because yeah. I was you know politic. Oh my gosh, yeah. the, I mean, House of Cards. Look around you, uh, right? Uh, but then, but then I started watching it, and I did enjoy this this season. I actually ended up enjoying it. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. I, I'm now season two. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm mowing through it. I think the I this last season I liked the season before it. Yeah, I didn't like as much if I recall. Gotcha. I don't know, but yeah, I'm I'm just holding I'm just holding my own until uh, Game of Thrones comes out next month. Yeah, see, that's the one I never watched. So. You never watched Game of Thrones? Do you know who was on Game Ooh. of Thrones? Talk about old class old. That's nice of you. <laughs> Old. Well, she's in her eighties or something too. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, Diana Rigg. Oh, uh, the Avengers. I Dinah did. Rigg. I did not know she's in the Game of Thrones. She plays a character yes. in Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. she plays uh, a mother of uh, a lady who is marrying the kid. Huge you know. Diana Rigg fan. Yeah, huge. You're right. This yeah. guy right here, yeah. Mrs. Emma Peel. She did something. Huge. In the 90s, 80s, or 90s? She used to she host a masterpiece. Show. Yes, she used to host a show, Mystery. Mystery. Yes. Mystery. She used to host a, a PBS. You know, kind of the... Al- she was sexy even back yeah. then. I remember watching, like, man, for, for an older lady, she is hot. <laughs> Diana Rigg. There Rick. we go. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Sexist with Chromegens here. No, I'm just like, man, she, she's, you know, for, for a lady in her no, 50s she, at she, that she, time, she... Wow. Diana Rigg. Okay. Uh, now we're going to go down here. <laughs> we're there. Uh, this is like, we're, we're there. To the, you we're know, there. really welcome to the new man show. Right. Pretty right. soon we'll have trampolines and stuff. Ooh. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, and it'll be Jason bouncing up on the trampoline. Jay-Z, get on the trampoline. No, you. Oh, me? No one, no one wants to see my moves on the trampoline. Uh, yeah, but that's what it will be. You it'll know. be the 21st century version. Old guy on a trampoline. Um... I do, I do have, I do have man news, man that, I, news. that I that I can tie in here, but I'll get to Excellent. it in a second. And you're gonna love this one because I did not know this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know? But yeah. Uh, speaking of, and and uh, Laura Dern. Wow. Laura Dern. Laura yeah, Dern. Yeah. She, by the way, great actress. What big movie is she coming up in? Ooh, don't know. Big blockbuster culture, the new Star Wars. Really, Laura Dern's really playing a character. I think she's wow. gonna be a general or something. Wow, for the good guys, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, no, Laura Dern's gonna be in the new Star Wars. She was Jurassic Park, right? Laura Dern. Yes. Gotcha. Oh yeah, great in that. And Wild at Heart, David Lynch. Good movie. And Mulholland Drive. And uh, there was another one she did. Mulholland Drive. Lynch. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so Laura Dern. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, and and the lady who plays uh, Laura Palmer, uh, she's yeah. But anyway, anyway, who else is in Twin Peaks and is in the new Twin Peaks? Mm. Peggy Lipton. You remember Peggy Lipton, the Vague. Mod Squad? Okay, yep. What was her gotcha. name? Peggy. Well, whatever. It was uh, you know Link. 
Yeah. It's, all I remember from the Mod Squad was, was always Link. like, Link. And yeah. The, yeah. And then it would Mod be squad. like, uh, running, run, run, run. But anyway, Peggy Lipton. She got to start young, young, young Peggy. She was kind of the hippie blonde California yeah, girl yeah. in the Watt Squad, and then she went on. I think she was on L.A. Law. She was on a bunch of TV shows. I think I L.A. Re- okay. Law. She was Peggy a, Lipton, a yeah. huge, huge gotcha. thing, and she ended up on Twin Peaks as well. Wow. She's the owns the diner, the okay. own, uh, diner person, gotcha. who was she got married, yeah. had kids, had a husband. Mm-hmm. Husband's name? Don't know guy you've never heard of before in your life if you know anything about music quincy jones oh she married Qu- no She's quincy jones ex-wife no they had a kid too wow yeah, yeah. quincy jones ex-wife wow peggy lipton and then and then <laughs> yeah here's the thing okay she's in the twin new twin peaks yeah. she's just kind of in the diner and all that it's like oh peggy lipton i'm looking looking at oh yeah peggy lipton you know who's who's all coming back and there's a lot of these great old wow Experience. Let's not say old. Experienced actors. You know, two two of the actors in uh, seasoned. Well, two of veterans. the seasoned actors in Twin Peaks famously yeah. were in West Side Story. Ooh. You know, uh, so so I'm looking at the Peggy Lipton, and there's pictures there and all that stuff, recent stuff. Yeah. Seventy years old. Wow. And fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I'm just mm. saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's guys like that. There's a couple guys I've seen. I was like, "Wow, how old is that guy? He yeah. looks great." Yeah, uh, must yeah. be the oil of Olay. Yeah, no, I was just wow. like, "Wow," I was like, and I, I thought, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of guess, you know, oh, Mod Squad and all that. You yeah. kind of guess an age, but I would have never guessed Peggy Lifton was seventy. I never would have guessed that. Isn't it weird when you? I would have uh, guessed yo- much younger, and based yeah. on her. Yeah, you know, yeah. photographic evidence. Yeah. I would have easily held up well. Huh? Well, see, you can't say that now. You can't say held up well. It's like, gee, Jason, you've held up well. <laughs> oh, no I one's. Mean, that's the old nobody's ever way. said that. <laughs> no. But you no, know, I, I know but that, that all kinds of. That all ends up kind of being sexist. Look, I'm, yeah, I'm I trying don't to mean it that way. 20, I know I'm, you I just, don't. I just mean it that. But it's uh, the language now. We gotta yeah. be careful. We can't just like. Okay. I gotta work on that. Wow, you held up well there. Yeah. You know, it's like if people are like. Uh, well, I've been running it. I know what you mean. That's how we used to talk. Yeah. Back in the curmudgeonly. Like, you know. Yeah. Because. Back in the 60s. <laughs> what I'm running in. What I'm running into now is. Everything. My, yeah. <laughs> I'm running into everything. The wall. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I have these reference points from when I was a younger man and, and, and to, to me, they're always still frozen in amber, right? Yeah. At that moment. And so when I see people 30 and 40 years later, well, of course they've aged, you know, they've got no, it's no longer, it's no longer 1976. They're, you know, and so to me, when I say, wow, they held up well, just, you know, to me, it means, uh, looking remarkable, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around it's no longer 1976 oh, and they're no longer, you know, no, what I know. it is. I mean, you mean well. I mean well. I mean, I'm there, just trying to help there you may with, be the, with the language. 0.2% of harassment. <laughs> God. But a very low threshold of harassment. Oh. But no, I, I just, that's, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I, I discovered this. What should this. I say then when that comes up? What should be my go to thing? You know, like, uh, nothing. I don't know. I don't know. I really, uh, boy, 
See, yeah, you put I me mean, on the spot. How, I how do you? How do you? Because I don't mean. You know, how, what, what's another alternative? Well, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed or, to do a looks thing, right? Yeah. So so uh, um, aged well. Wow. No, you can't. Well. No, no. Is that ageist? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, could be ageist. It could be sexist. If you say that. Well, what does the, the good housekeeping sex? seal of approval? What's God, your approval on the saying? Yeah. Oh, maybe it'd What's be like JD Power say about this? You look like you could you get the good marvelous. housekeeping seal of approval. That's right. <laughs> hey, that <laughs> could work. <laughs> in certain situations, in certain <laughs> cocktail parties, that could work. Oh, it's it's just it. <laughs> Hot or not. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to make it better, and all I did was dig a hole. Oh, oh, know. oh, don't you all out there give me that PC crap right. about hot or not. Yeah. You're using this Everyone little thing called it. the Facebook? Yeah. Do you know how that started? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was a hot or not. Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was rating uh, co-eds. All the old okay. people that he went to school with or whatever. Yeah, it was all, uh, it was all yeah. the students and co-eds, and you could... Damn rate, you Zuckerberg. Great people. Well, hot or not. There yeah. was that site called Hot or Not. Yeah. I don't know if that was them or not, but it was a And I remember, like, and it's, 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 people working co yeah. hey, have you seen this site, Hot or Not? It's great. So you, you look at these pictures. Of the, and I'm thinking, and I literally, at that yeah. point, I try to be enlightened. Sure. I admit, you know, being a curmudgeon and being the generation we are, yeah. you just grow up in an unenlightened place, and you try to be enlightened, but but you're you're in a culture, you know. So you try to stop. But even then, it was like I'm I looking at these guys doing hot or not, and I'm like, really? Yeah, really? Like it doesn't isn't even at the time I was like, isn't that like a little objectifying? It you're is, looking yeah. at pictures of ladies on the internet and rating if they're hot or not. I mean, it's like, come on. Come on, come and, on. And Jason has a theory about this. That's, 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 I do. That's some, that's some deep state state. That uh, is. Uh, man show uh, it, it is. stuff. I but mean, ugh. I feel like we're almost the Generation X guys, guys that are age now, now that we're in our 40s and in our 50s now. Uh, we are, we <laughs> are a. Yourself, I'm 24. <laughs> we're all 27 today. Why not? But no, we are a bridge generation. And I was trying to explain this to my wife a while ago because she was like, uh, you know, she has this normal thing of why do you think the way you think? What's going on inside your <laughs> Wait your, a minute. I'm sorry. Noggin. How yeah. long have you been married? We've been, uh, this it's, August, uh, we all been together 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. 20 yeah. years. 20 years. <laughs> right. 20 years. Two decades, man. I'm putting and, up with this. And after 20 years, what does your wife ask you? Sometimes she's still marvelled on. Sometimes she'll say, what? "What is? I don't understand what is going on inside your head. <laughs> Explain yourself." After 20 years. Well, I told her though. I said, "Listen, okay. we are the last bridge generation." You're like the pet dog. Like, like you've had the pet dog for like you know ten years. That's what she means the, by that. And the pet dog okay, no. goes and yeah. uh, eats the newspaper or something, yeah. or does, ah, look, look what I did. I. You know what? It, what dogs do? Yeah. You know, crazy. Ah, things. you know, Rover. That's just. I ate yeah. the chair or whatever. Right. And and you're like, I don't understand how you think. Right. Right. Explain you yourself. Dog for ten years. Yeah. That's you. But no, the bri- <laughs> we are a bridge. We are a bridge generation, folks. And I'm gonna tell you why. You say, Jason. I'm hoping your wife thumbs up right now on the, the, oh, the right. thumbs up on the video. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> if right now this is what you're doing right now, I can guarantee it. She's like looking at the screen and she's doing this. Exactly. 
No, but we are bridge generation. Our our parents grew up, uh, were born uh, most likely during the Great Depression. Okay, and during he had the formative uh, World War Two fifties nuclear age. Yada yada. He had a Cold War. We are the bridge generation because we are between the 20th century and the 21st century. Our kids are millennials. Yes. You know, and uh, with us, we grew up with still preconceptions of that generation before us, but we're having to change ourselves because of the new values of the burgeoning millennials, right? So we're that bridge generation. There are things today that we grew up with that people would be appalled at today appalled at oh yeah and yeah. uh like remember that i'm not going to say the name of it because it's, it's a very offensive name but we never thought of it back in the day uh it was like a, a form of like whoever's got a football you got to tackle him he's got to pass them it's called smear the never gonna i'm not gonna say the rest I, of it yeah i don't know uh and it's it's a very offensive thing and when you look back today I'm like oh my god but to us we never thought of it because hmm. that was just from the generation before and we just that's what we grew up with. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm okay. talking about But I can either. think of examples. But Restaurant names, for example. Yes, ex- exactly. Oh, boy. Exactly. Yeah. Now, people today, when I try to explain uh, the old restaurant chain Sambo's. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Uh, they're like, what? No, you're kidding me. Never was there ever. Come on, people ain't that stupid. That's so offensive. But I'm like, well, that's what. It, yeah. I, I lived through that. We could, we could. Know? Actually, one of these days we're going to have. We've talked about someday actually yeah. doing a history podcast, and the, although yeah. lately a lot of people have come out and done a lot of things, a history of Portland about racism in Portland. Yes. Uh, you know, restaurant names and all sorts of. And you've, there's pictures. There's. We need to talk know, with historic. Doc Housel about that. The pop culture references of the earlier generation, oh, yeah. and how it translates to nowadays and with millennials. Because my kid, my oh, kid, it's, yeah. my kid is so quirky like me. He is he is so fascinated about stuff that I dealt with back in the seventies and eighties. That he is like today. It's like really that really happened back then. I, no way. There is no way sentient human life forms believe that back then. I was like, yeah. well, <laughs> yep. Bringing it bringing it back to my safe space, Star Trek. Yes, uh, which we need to do. We do. We now get to my Star Trek. Yes. Um, I remember uh, uh, a guy I know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why he was doing this, but he had tweeted out that he was watching some old Star Trek yeah. with his kid. Maybe because they had watched the new movies, you know, the, probably the, I'm sure the Chris Pine stuff, right? Because yeah. if you're a little kid, what, if you're going to watch Star Trek now, unless you have a parent who's like a Star Trek fan, who goes, oh, we need to go, you need to, you need to meet Spock. Wait, before we do anything, you need to meet Spock, you know. Meet Spock. This is what I did with my kid. No, you need to meet Spock before you meet Data. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a nerd. But but he uh, and his kid were watching apparently some old Star Trek episodes. Gosh, I want to say it was the the ones from the '60s, mm-hmm. but it could have even been Next Generation. Really? But I think it was the '60s. Yeah. And he said, "My son is kind of appalled at the sexism in that in the thing." And and for the original Star Trek, it's like. Yeah, although in historical context... They tried to break new ground. There's way new brown, ground being broken here. Ohura and Kirk? Well, any, everything. Just, Sulu? Just, just, just the makeup of the bridge yeah. alone. Yeah. You know, and uh, let's just say uh, Star Trek wasn't uh, high on the uh, 
KKK viewer no. uh, yeah. uh, list and the TV guide there. Yeah. I don't know what would be. <laughs> oh, case. God. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great that we bring these... See, see, we're going into bummer end of half hour, but we're going to fix this. We're going to fix yeah. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's always a lot of news. You can you can go out and get your news, and and then good luck with that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm always like, it's always interesting how these subjects come up in the in the 2017. Because yes. I always said I grew up on this stuff, yeah. the Star Trek and all that. Yes. And maybe there was sexy, sexy 60s. That's just was the 60s, okay. Uh, look at the bands. Look at the, look at Go Go, the Go Go, the the boots yeah. and the and the mini skirts and all that. These the boots bikini, are made for walking. Came out in the sixties. Right. Bikini. There, I saw a picture named after an island that's no longer there. Nuclear testing. There you go. <laughs> uh, I saw a um, a photograph just recently on the internet of yeah. a French policeman. Get it? A French policeman wow. writing up a ticket yeah. to a young lady on a beach. Because wow. she was wearing a bikini, and it was wow. illegal. And to that's wear a France. Bikini. Yeah, I mean, this was like I don't know what the time period was. I'm yeah. guessing maybe sixties ish somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so right. Yeah. So that's what was going on, but nonetheless, what you saw there was was more forward thinking. Yeah. Things like Star Trek and all that, way forward thinking. Yeah. People working together. Uh, men and women working together. Uh, yeah, there was no it, countries anymore. It, there were planets. No, no countries and yeah. aliens of different uh, genders and cultures and all that. I mean, all yeah. of that stuff is like it's. I'll say sci-fi isn't really about space. It's it's about uh, Earth. It's about uh, yeah. humanity. It always yeah. is. So, uh, so you do that separate. Right? Yeah, instead and of Klingon, put in Russian at right. that time. As a kid, yeah. I was always like, okay. I'm watching this, which means by the time we get to 2017, if I'm still around, still here, yeah, this is what we'll have, right? This is what you know. This is it'll be like. Gosh, remember? Still want remember when suit. people were racist back in the day? You know, <laughs> that, God, yeah. isn't that crazy? What what was up with that? Right? Yeah. Stuff like that, right? Yeah. Now here we are, 2017, and it's like. What the hell is going on? The more on? things change, the more they stay the same. What the hell's going on, folks? Yeah. This makes no sense to this guy right here, because well, I was promised, I was promised a different future. Right, <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't want that. Not, not right. Anyway. But to roll up everything in just a nice, neat little package, real quick before we move on, is I guess what I'm trying to say is when I talk to my kid and I try to relate things to him from my generation and that perspective into now is as we got old, as we gotten older and we've moved into a distinct different generation with different thoughts, different morals, different ideas, as a guy my age, we have to reevaluate all that stuff. That's it. Right. Just reevaluation, you know. I, I apologize. Anyway, I, what's going on? I I am I'm really sorry because I stepped over your thing and, no, and no, I no, did no. a little giggle. That's and okay. that's not anything you were saying. No. Uh, I'm sure you were saying something very important. Not really. <laughs> no, it was good. No. Not really. No, I mean sometimes we gotta yeah. kind of like move, you know, yeah, prep yeah, up yeah. the next thing. And yes. you, you uh, I stay and you check that. And well, no, I'm just that. ending it real quick. You're finishing my no, thumb. No, it was Boom. fine. Boom. And I yeah. inappropriately giggled. Yeah, it's all good. Because I was looking at my next item. Gotcha. Let's, oh, hit, oh, okay, that's a build. There's a segue for you. All right. Excellent. Yes. Back, back to the men's and, <laughs> back to the men's. Yes. In costuming department. Ooh. I have found out so much information. Okay. Like, my head is full 
of useless information. Yeah, I need to. I have to take a sip of coffee for gotcha. this. Okay. I am the vault of useless information. Like that Wanda Ventham, this, this yeah. lady that I watched on this show that I loved and loved her and loved the whole cast and loved everybody, is Benedict Cumberbatch as well. Like, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. You remember the show Three's Company? Yes, of course. Jack Ritter, Suzanne Somers. Take a knock at the door. The Regal Beagle. Remember that back then? The Ropers. The Ropers. And then later it was, uh, you know, Don Knotts. Don Hurley or whatever? Yeah. Furley. Farley. Furley. Right. Furley. And they're always going down to the Regal Beagle at Singles Bar. Take a walk. Anyway. I always like that little theme song. Three's Company. So. So. I don't know. I don't know how this happened. Okay. I have no idea how the Three's Company Ooh, where thing are we, popped where up. Where are we going now? This is great. Yeah. I have new information, man. Do, 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 do. Uh, Breaking news. I have no idea where this came up. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch this show. Okay. When it was on, it was, it was must see TV. Three's it was Company. A popular you got show. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially with the original three with Chrissy and uh, with Suzanne Somers. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Joyce DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt. And John Ritter. John, the great late John Ritter sadly yes. passed away um, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely before his time, uh, and and this is no disrespect to actor John Ritter. Okay, but um, and then later the, they like Chrissy was off, and they had contracts, and they did stuff, and that's how that that goes, right? Yeah. Well, it turns out now. Here's the thing: we we are original people. Like we we kind of grew up in that time where you actually could have watched that show on the television when it was actually airing on the first television. run, yeah, first run. Okay, yeah. now a lot of the kids, a lot of the younger, which are now like adults in their thirties <laughs> <laughs> or more, where where did they, they know these shows like Three's Company and that syndication? You, you talk someone, Syndication, Nick at Night, right? Yes. The Nick at Night. TV Land, Huge Nick at Night. TV yeah. Land, Nick at yeah. Night. They still have. Oh, go get your digital, free digital uh, antenna. If yeah. you have one of the new, if you have one of the new flat panel TVs, okay. it automatically has a digital tuner in it. Sure. Get a good, like, little amplified antenna, turn it on. They got, like, the whole, like, side channels of Me TV and yes. this TV. And they play MASH. They play yeah. Three's Company. They play Columbo. They play all this crap. If you just want to be like me and be a curmudgeon and say, I, I hate everything new, I'm going to watch your old Coljack right. the Night Stalker. <laughs> we need Petticoat Junction. <laughs> Petticoat <laughs> Junction. Know. I love Petticoat Junction. <laughs> Island. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the Nick at Night. So people yeah. saw these shows in syndication. And Three's yeah. Company was definitely a syndication Nick at Night. What I did not know. Mm. This did not happen in the first run. And probably because there weren't, I'm guessing there weren't VCRs and stuff sure. back when Three's Company was on. Okay. I mean, there were, but it wasn't a thing that you had in your home. Yeah. You had to kind of wait until the 80s and cable and MTV. Right. When you got the first VCR and the first tapes. I had my first tapes and they're like MTV and Oh yeah. You know, music videos from the eighties and the yeah. us the was it the whatever that festival was. The us festival, yeah. Or the yeah, whatever. Sure. The We Are the World Festival. Whatever that one was. Those, I got tapes the from two, that. The two, the Us Festival and Farm Aid back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I have tapes of those. Yeah. Right. Because that was a big huge that was like the Woodstock of the eighties. Us Festival, yeah. Uh Phil Collins is playing at Wembley. Phil Collins is playing with Led Zeppelin in uh, Ooh, New York. Ooh. Wow. Anyway, uh, 
But Three's Company aired on the Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. And in 2001, okay. a very uh, uh, astute viewer, I mm-hmm. believe, and I don't know why, but I believe it was a woman. Okay. Uh, at least the article. I could be wrong, and that could be making the story up. Yeah. Uh, wrote in, or whatever, 2001, maybe sent out an email, I don't know, contacted, called up the Nick at Night uh, network, mm-hmm. and suggested that they edit one episode of Three's Company. Mm. And in that episode, <laughs> and if you Google it, you will see... Um, uh, actor John Ritter playing Jack Tripper. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Is, and this is the 70s, right? The late 70s. Is wearing short blue shorts. Oh, boy. I can tell where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And none of us had any idea. So in reruns on Nick at Night, an astute yeah. viewer made perhaps with a VCR yeah. and a still stopper, discovered that... Uh, Jack Tripper was showing a little bit more of his tripper in these short shorts in Ooh, one brief scene of he was Three's Company. Wow! And uh, actually, if you if you you can actually <laughs> Google it right now. Well, coming knocking our door. You can you can. Uh, Google, He's got a package you, you for can, you. <laughs> you can Google the actor's name or Jack Tripper uh, with the phrase "balls." Uh, <laughs> You can click on images. Oh, he had the saggy baggies, huh? Oh. oh, boy. I was laughing so hard. And the fact that this actually made it on television. I mean, it's brief. It's yeah. quick, brief. Something but that it's... he was missing at the time. Bingo. <laughs> He's missing his briefs, yes. Uh, well, it was the mm. 70s, though. You remember? Yeah. Like we talked about the 60s with the tight, tight. Yeah. Tight jumpsuits and stuff. Remember the seventies? Remember the tight, tight shorts yes. that everyone wore, oh, yeah. and the girls wore the tight. The ladies, the, the young girl, lady, girl, lady, ladies, hey, ladies were yeah. wearing the that shorts, yes. shorts, and then the guys had to get in on the action. Yeah, and then I don't know. There was this trend in the seventies where people just forgot to put on their skivvies in the morning. Yeah. With the short shorts? Yeah. I remember this as a kid, right, too. Right, me too. <laughs> Are you going in? Are you wearing your underwear? <laughs> That's why I'm quiet right now. I'm going through the old reverie, you know? Oh, so, yeah. uh... Yeah. So, uh... So, so there... It, it, it uh... Yeah. That, there's there's a, a brief uh, a brief moment. So of, Tripper's of, a little different, of, yeah. Of Jack Tripper, kind of uh, he's sitting on a bed in his blue shorts, oh and he kind God. of he kind of adjusts himself. He's sitting. Yeah. I, I put up the photograph, but I think yeah. it's a little risque. Well, it's a little crass. I and besides, this is interactive. I would prefer that the audience go out there, follow and, along, and, and follow along. And if you're playing the home Google edition, Google at your workplace. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, don't worry boss, about it. The boss is like, what are you... Think? I mean, it's not like... They'll think it's some code word. They're like, what exactly is well, Tripper's balls? What is that? I... Okay, so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And by that phrase, Jason means volleyball. Yes. Uh, but... Uh, okay, the, when I read this, and I just read this, okay? Yeah. And I said, no way. No, I have not heard. That. Oh, this is the me. first time I ever heard of this. This is great. And of course, it happened after.
after the fact. It happened in syndication. It's probably something you just like, noticed years down the line that no one even gave a second. Network, you know, it slept past. Wait a minute. It didn't. Standards you, and practices no, didn't get to no, it. No, there was an editor. Wow. At the network, were they on ABC or whatever it was? I think it was ABC at the time. I couldn't yeah. be wrong. The, the network, the guy who was editing that episode, yeah, he knew. He knew. He knew. Or she. But they knew. Maybe <laughs> they it was knew a it she. Was in there. They knew it was in there. Yeah. Come on. You're not like sitting there editing in the editing because there's all editing on the videotape. You'll catch all that stuff in wow. editing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, believe me. It's like, hey, he's wearing really short. I mean. I, wow. I, I, as a video producer, editor. Yeah. Have even run into little situations like that where some, had to do a little creative editing, little, just, a uh, certain camera angle, and someone's yeah. wardrobe or lack thereof. Sure. Kind of, and it's like, oh, we need to fix that. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, oh, as a video editor. That reminds me, folks, you can buy the Coffee with Curmudgeons <laughs> wardrobe uh, malfunction. malfunction volume one. You are wearing shorts today. <laughs> Oh no! I, I I I listen. I wear longer shorts because I do not run. I want. I don't want to run into any uh, uh, tripper sort of. Oh, uh, okay, so so I read about this. Yeah, I used to watch it. I never heard about this. I was like, no, I did not know this fact. So I had to go and Google. You know, it's like because the first thing I'm like, yeah, how bad was it? <laughs> right. Know? I mean, yeah, how bad was how it? How bad and was it? I would, I would say on average, okay, here's what I would say. Not as bad as it could have been. Yeah. But. <clears throat> but enough. Bad. Yeah. Not as bad as it could have been, but bad. Okay, you know I'm going to go home and Google this now. I won't do it right now since we're on air, but I will go home. No, and... I mean, it's just like, I mean, he's, he's wearing a nice purple t-shirt. Yeah. He's looking good. He's looking healthy. I mean, he was a healthy he's looking, looking healthy. guy. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not, it's yeah. just, it's just kind of like, uh. Oh, God. Not only that, but I watched Basic Instinct over the weekend. Oh, the beaver shot. Yeah. Oh, come on. Dude, why do you Oops. have to go there? The Sharon Stone. Oh, come that's there? so famous, though. It's famous. There? It is famous. It's Sharon well, Stone. Well, okay. Look, you can say that because in the Naked Gun. Yes, where the beaver stand there smoking it. a cigarette. They parried it. Yeah. But... And oh, yeah. the people on the Netflix, they're like, sure, the so, new yeah. people are like, oh, this movie sucks. I don't think it's, it's like, no, it doesn't suck. It is it is the epitome of a film noir film. It, it has mm. all it, it, the camera angles, the characters are like, oh, you know, Michael Douglas is stupid. And it's like, dude, no. this is a whole, yeah. like, the entire movie plays to all the tropes of mm-hmm. a film noir. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. think, I was watching, I'm going, God, Verhoeven just nailed the film. I mean, it's so it's so formulaic in the characters. It's like, it's a film noir. Go study your film noir. Yeah. Go look at the femme fatale, the, yeah. the, the Michael Douglas, the stupid cop sidekick, the captain. The archetypes, it's all, yeah. It's all there. Yeah. Uh, the tropes, they're, they're mm-hmm. all there. And Verhoeven makes no bones about it. He, like, he like just puts them down right there on the cinema. And the, actually, the camera angles that's and stuff are great. That's what makes it work, though. Because, yeah, I mean, I it's like, so blatant. Yeah, this is still what I haven't seen Silence, in yeah. years. Yeah. But uh, mm. yeah, famously there was an unrehearsed uh, yeah thing, which is which is Newman from uh, Seinfeld. Newman, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't it Newman? Yeah, 
the the big guy, Newman. the glasses, and the I yes. couldn't remember Wayne his Knight. name from. Uh, yeah, I couldn't remember his name from Seinfeld, but it's gotcha. Newman. Yeah, is the guy who's like the DA who's like yeah. interviewing her, which is hilarious because you see him and you're like Newman, you know. Newman. Uh, but but yeah, so that that was that. But this 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 thing with the it just freaked me out, and so I'm wondering how many of these things did we not catch? Yeah. You know, in in uh, what's uh, what else is out there? Yeah. Now here's something. Have you heard of this one? Okay. The only thing I could I could remember was uh, and here here oh I do know one. I I can I can name a famous one. Okay. Star Wars. What? Yeah. Well, there's actually more. <laughs> you know, there's more in Star Wars, but um, uh, yes. Uh, okay. So with the invention of the VCR yeah. and then the stop. Stop motion, yeah. still stop and stuff. Yeah. People started to find things in films that they didn't catch in the film. Wow. Uh, now, C- Carrie Fisher famously talked about her wardrobe in the original Star Wars, right? Yeah. And the fact that George Lucas basically said, Carrie, you do understand there are no bras in space. And she was like, well, okay, there's my explanation. Why, you know? Yeah. But, um, but in Return of the Jedi, okay. there is a oh. dancer... Okay. Uh, something I can't remember her name, and uh, she slips and falls in Jabba the Hutt, and famously, there's a wardrobe slip there that people would stop the VCR. The other one I was thinking of, the one I was, uh, this is, welcome to the man show. Okay. We're stopping our VCRs. Right. Remember we got into this with 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 a, a, a Jack Tripper. Yes. Right. A Jack Tripper wardrobe slip. Yeah. Not a not a female wardrobe slip. Jack Tripper. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, guys, if you're wearing short shorts and no skivvies, yeah, stuff will happen. I mean, Gra- things, folks, gravity works. Yeah, I mean, well, and just if, like you know, you're kind of. <laughs> I've had people tell me yeah. that before. It's like, yeah. yeah, I was at the coffee shop and I'm drinking coffee in the summer day, having tea out there at the coffee shop, and here's a dude, you know, kind of. Free, He's hanging out. That's what we call free, free in it, free. Yeah, put all in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, which the bad form? Don't do that. Yeah. Nobody no. wants to see that. Right. Um, <laughs> where wow. did this show go off the rails? Right. Right. Uh, I blame Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. So, uh, yes. the other one I have uh, heard about is it uh, Roger Rabbit? That there was yes. some animation things that the animators have put things that you never noticed until people started stopping their VCRs and going, yeah. uh... Yes. Which, mm-hmm. that's just deliberate, right? Somebody had to actually make that happen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so, you know, so, so we're, we, mm-hmm. we're kids, we're innocently watching yeah. Three's Company. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, we don't know any better. And now all you dirty people with cable and Nick at Night and your VCRs and your stop motion and your stop stop. Oh, yeah, there's Ritter. You're all perving yeah. out on Three's Company now. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, no one noticed that first run, though. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It may have been a little but risque with the, with the tight shorts, but other than that. I mean, this is you know. news to me. No, yeah. Like last night. That's fascinating. I was like, really? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's very interesting. I did <laughs> not know that. That's the show. That's right. Oh, look. Oh, the, the first reference. The first reference on Snopes. And that's your Monday. Let's, let's, I, I'm curious because I did not look at the Snopes. I, I looked at... Uh, I looked at... Um, I looked at... Uh, uh, 
visual evidence, which popped right up. But, uh, ah, <clears throat> uh, this is okay. Snopes.com. Yeah. John Ritter flashes camera. Question mark. Rumor, actor John Ritter's testicles were briefly visible <laughs> in an episode of Three's Company. Yes. Claim, actor. Yes, okay. Origins, no personal scandal tainted the name of actor John Ritter. No, he was a, considered a nice guy. Yeah. Best known for the eight seasons he spent portraying the character of Jack Trimmer, and then he did other stuff. Yeah. And hit ABC sitcom, Three's Company, from 77 to 84. And then his last one, for, uh, something like 10, whatever was it, 10 Reasons for My Daughter or something? Was that yeah. It? Nonetheless, so you want to one of Mr. Ritter's yeah. performances briefly became something of a cause celeb in March of 2001. Okay. When a viewer supposedly alerted Nickelodeon, a cable station, which was rerunning old episodes of Three's Company, that... Uh, that um, Jack Tripper's testicles could be glimpsed in a 17-year-old <laughs> episode of the sitcom. Uh, according what, to a lady, you got too much free time. Gossip columnist Jeanette Walls, yeah. a sharp-eyed viewer, phoned Nickelodeon to call the briefly risque scene to their attention. Yeah. Uh, Jack was dressed in blue boxers and plopped down on the bed and exposed some things that probably shouldn't be seen on television. They were shocked and said, gosh, you were right. They were taken off guard because this has probably aired hundreds of times since the 80s. Although Nickelodeon would not identify the specific episode involved, other accounts pegged the scene as part of the final season episode, The Charming Stranger, originally broadcast 20th September 1983. Gotcha. Uh, And then they give a thing about the synopsis. <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> okay. They're breaking it down. A representative, remember, I'm reading from Snopes. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, representative for Nickelodeon was quoted as confirming, in quotes, yes, <laughs> his scrotum falls out of his shorts, end quote. And marveled that the episode has been run for so many times without anyone noticing the blooper. <laughs> Nickelodeon also said it would snip the offending bit from future (laughs) repeats. We have a scrotal situation here. Oh, God. We really devolved. Wow. What's Monday? You know, it's Monday. We, uh... So, Snopes, still, this isn't something we document as true until we'd seen it for ourselves. Yeah. What one viewer thinks is a brief glimpse of... Testicle might look like something else to another viewer. One person's testicles or another's, I don't know, uh, thigh, I guess. Uh, And you can never be too sure when an entertainment company might be promulgating as a publicity stunt. Unfortunately, if the episode truly has been edited, watching it now won't yield a definitive answer. Okay, Snopes, come on, where are we at here with this? We'd have to obtain a tape of a pre-2001 airing, a purportedly unedited version of the clip... so it's got to be out there, though, Is embedded right? above. Yeah. Is embedded above. So here, judge for yourself, Snopes viewers. Right, yeah. For what it's worth, John Ritter explained why his bit went unnoticed for so long. Oh, this this is the other piece of it. Okay. For what it's worth, John Ritter explained why this bit went unnoticed. Uh, <laughs> why his bits went unnoticed? Yes, for so long yes. during an appearance on Conan O'Brien's late night talk show. Okay. 
It was. It was a brief shot and only lasted a second. No one back then noticed it. And when yeah. it went out over the air, there were no VHS, like we talked about recorders, or DVD players around that could catch it. Sure. Then very recently, some guy with a freeze frame caught the image when pausing the recording. So he called <laughs> Nick at night. Yeah. The folks at uh, Fremantle Media who distributed it confirmed to us that whatever there was to Fremantle be seen. Fremantle did that? Yes. Wow. Uh, then... Normally covered parts of Jack Tripper were scarcely noticeable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he had a better line. It's a nanosecond. Oh, God. Snopes even has... Look it up on Snopes. Okay. There's still shots. There's still shots. For what it's worth, the screen captures the scene in question taken from syndicated airings of the series at the time. The rumor emerged showed little for the viewers to be shocked about. Well, yeah, but still. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, the most famous quip... Mm-hmm. This is John Ritter again. Mm-hmm. About this issue was uttered by John Ritter, who told the New York Observer when they asked him about <laughs> the controversy. The great late John Ritter said, in quotes, I've requested that Nickelodeon air both versions edited and unedited because sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. don't. Ding, ding. <laughs> that right. was John Ritter's response, so. I mean, yeah. it was. Uh, I mean, but he was, he was like we were talking about. It was. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, let's zoom in here. Uh, we were uh, talking about. It. it was like uh, you know he was he uh, he. Um, John Ritter here's to you. It was the seventies and there were no VCRs. So right, boy, yeah. we really drove that <clears> one <throat> in the ground. Well, you know, but I never heard. We're of that. doing and a public I, I service. Miss, I miss. I'm still very sad about. Ritter's untimely passing. He yeah, was yeah. Good guy. That, that 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 hit me back then too, because he he was like one of the Hollywood nice guys. I guess totally approachable, just a great guy to be around. And uh, Hollywood needs way way more of those. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Interesting. Tri- Tripper's bits. Yep. Well, just another just another <laughs> crazy internet thing. There you go. Uh, yeah, there's lots of news on Monday, like yeah, that will make you unhappy. Yeah, well, um, I can let me skim real quick to see if there's any like late breaking non well uh, non crap news. Not you know, I mean this whole thing about Mueller and yeah. they are they they keep saying that he might get fired. Well, yeah, that broke they, late last week. Uh, Trump was but actually like, no, talking about getting you, rid of You're him. not going to fire that guy. You can't do that. Good this. luck with that. Another Saturday night massacre yeah. if you do that. Yeah, you come out and you come out and fire him, and right after they go, I'm not a crook. I am not a crook. You know, right? Whatever. Oh, boy. That's not good. We'll uh, save that for... We got well, there's the, you, we got a, I, I got a sad story, though, and it's got, a, it's got a Star Wars tinge to it. Oh no! Uh, People magazine uh, this week, the, just today, uh, out with uh, People magazine. Carrie Fisher, her autopsy. Came out. Oh, this yeah, that this was actually uh, this actually played th- that happened last week. Yeah. 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 Well, it said yeah. they. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know, at least t- this morning here it says that uh, Carrie Fisher had heroin <laughs> and, and cocaine in the system what? when she died. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's how horrible. Wait, what is that? People, People magazine, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that was a nice. Wow. Yeah. That was a. Wow. <laughs> uh, they said, yeah, something about sleep apnea, but oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Now that was a hell of a bummer, man. You it gotta, is. I'm sorry. You, you gotta. <laughs> um. 
Really? Yeah. 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 I. And other opiates. That was People Magazine. Oh, TMZ's got it now, too. Well, TMZ. Yeah. yeah they're actually su- surprisingly, uh, surprisingly, uh, well, see, I, okay, I had seen in the Los Angeles Times that it was, uh, sleep apnea, which was, uh, uh, drug use. Oh, but it, <laughs> God. All right. Well, that anyway. was a, that was a bummer low. Yes. I'm trying to find happy. <laughs> I know. We could have we could have tabled that one for the folks. We're we're head. Oh, here's a nice feel good story to end with. You oh, ready? I hope so. Horse soothes crying baby girl by making her giggle as he rocks her car seat. <laughs> That's a nice feel good story for you. No, oh, Wilbur. Wilbur, <laughs> you don't understand. I had saved a few things here. We get, we need we need we a happy end, man. Dude, that that was really that was a bummer. I know. That was like. I know. Let's see here. Um, we got we got plenty oh. of sad news. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. The the Oliver Stone, Vladimir Putin. We could talk about that on Wednesday. Uh, interviews are accidentally revealing. What? Yeah, he has ooh. some things to say about the United States. Uh. Okay. I got it. This was the one. This is a rough one here. Duck wearing bow tie walks into pub, drinks pint, fights dog, loses. Ooh. Only in the UK. Yeah. A bow tie wearing duck has been injured. I feel bad for the duck, but. Yeah. Uh, well, if you go picking a go to a bar wearing a bow tie and you're picking a fight with the dog, I mean, come on. And drinking a pint. And drinking a bite. A bow tie wearing duck has been injured in a drunken... And there's actually a picture here of the bow tie. Injured in a pub brawl with a local dog in Chamongle... What have the Devon? Chomle Devon. <laughs> Chomle. Uh, well, there's an L in there. The booze-loving bird affectionately named Star was enjoying a pint in the <laughs> old courthouse inn with his handler, Barry Heyman, yeah. when Heyman's canine, Meggie, sparked a bar brow. Star was left with injuries to his beak for the fight. Sounds Poor guy. You uh, know, you're sitting in there, you're just trying to drink your pint. First of all, who takes their pet... Who has a pet duck? Who takes their pet duck to the pub for a pint? Yeah. Well, Star pushed his luck too far, Meggie snapped. Yeah. Sp- and then they splitting the beak, and yeah. then they they took it to the vet. Supposedly, prognosis is good. He gave her a stare, then promptly stood on her back. It was not pretty and not nice. Mm. We were so scared that we would lose Star. He had to be rushed to the vets to go under anesthetic, which is always risky and could go either way with ducks and other small animals, especially when your ducks have soused. Right. You're a dog, you're in there, you're drinking your pint, you're minding your own business. Then some duck comes walking in, well, no, it's the talking duck. smack. Look, 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 look. Right here. There it is. There's your pint drinking oh, that's, duck. That's almost like a goose. It look does at look him. like a goose, doesn't it? Why, that, see, see, that makes total sense because geese, geese are, uh, uh, geese are buttheads, man. They, they are. They, they are just mean, surly little beaked creatures and so that makes total sense that a, a goose goes walking into a bar and, and mixes it up hey, with a with a dog Heyman has cared for yeah. star ever since he was a chick carrying him around in his pocket once the duckling grew up he developed a taste for real ale and started following his owner to the pub wow <laughs> it's an alcoholic duck wow. it's like hey i kind of like the ale wow. i'm gonna follow you yeah 
start get your act together dude i mean you're walking in pubs you're, you're causing problems you're you're starting fights with dogs dude count yourself lucky that all you had was a split beak all right Exactly. He just won't leave me, and so we go everywhere together. Heyman said, uh, "This is on the this is on the Huffington Post UK, by the way. So this yeah. is a tall duck story. I have not trained him to follow me. He just seems I've not trained him to follow me. He just seems to like it, and he's oh. <laughs> and like he it. is one fantastic duck. He got a taste for the liquor, and then watch out. Are you out. sure he's not a fantastic duck or a fantastic drunk? Yeah, drunk duck." He loves to come to the pub where everyone loves him. He's such a personality and attracts so much attention. Yeah. Boy, that's when, Jason, that's yes. when you or I have had a few too many no, at the pub. No, yes. When we're sitting there drinking, it's like, hey, 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 hey Jason. No, so hey, Jason. Uh, I must have had too much to drink. I see a duck. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, that just makes me angry, though, hearing stories like that. Is that a duck over there drinking right. a beer? <laughs> right. That's the start of every sort of drunken joke. A duck and a dog going to a bar and... Oh, my gosh. You see, that's the problem, though, when good ducks go bad. All right, here's this guy. He's I'm blaming the dude in this. I mean, here's this duck. He's minding his own business. And next thing you know, right. Duck. He's a drunk duck. Look at this, with the beak right in the beer. Wow. <laughs> Coincidentally, he's the brand-new uh, University of Oregon mascot. <laughs> Yes. Star of the duck. You, yes. That's right. That's yeah. right. U of O should get a hold of this duck. Yeah. The star of the duck with right. a, a green and gold bow tie. We're talking. Could you imagine? It, it would. It would be. It would be Animal House all over again. It would. Like, duck. 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 Like we got one of these. Talk about duck. Talk about duck. Psychological warfare, right? I'm getting the duck loaded, and I'm sending him over to the Stanford sidelines where he can puke on the tree. Oh, this would make yeah. the Civil War yes totally different. The it, beaver and the duck. The, the beaver and the duck. So you 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 have the the, the Oregon the, yeah. the the drinking beaver. Benny the beaver. The beavers like yeah, yeah. with the little hands yes. and a little and a little pint glass and the duck with the beak in there. Yes, and, and everyone's like duck. Duck, 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 beaver, beaver, duck. Next thing you know, they're circling around, and they got the old Star Trek. They're like circling each other. Yes, we nailed right? Yes, And we just need a little Bluto coming in and going. Doing his little John Belushi. Right. That's a drunk He just comes yelling in and yells, food fight! And then people start throwing hot dogs and nachos at each other. Now that is a football game. There is the Civil War right there. Yes. We need a drinking, we need a, the U of O needs to get one of these drinking ducks. Puddles, start drinking. But here's the thing, it's such a British thing, right? Oh yeah, into a bar. He's a mean drunk duck. A pub. I mean, he's a, he's the a typical, he's like right out of train. All of a sudden, it's yeah. like that scene in Train Spotting where the duck comes in, <laughs> drinks a pint, throws it over the edge, and starts a huge bar mm-hmm. bar fight with a bunch of blokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't care. Quack, quack, quack. Right. They're just, you know, it's a, at that point, it's just a melee. I love it. I love it. That's a great idea. We're going to, we're going to. We're gonna find a dog to turn into an alcoholic and set him loose down in Otson Stadium just to mess with people. Oh my gosh, we need to uh, we need to do some more research on this <laughs> drinking and waterfowl. Talking about now have... dovetailing back to the first thing, uh, we got our own coffee with curmudgeons research institute. Oh, there we which go. Which we're gonna check into getting ducks loaded. Oh. What do you think? Yes, that's right. Uh, 
Benedict Cumberbatch will be our executive go. director. Yes. All right. That's a Monday. That is a Monday. Say goodbye. Oh, see you later, folks. Bye-bye.